Peyton Fire Baseball is on the air. Today's game is being brought to you by Profiler Performance Products, by Lily's New Creation, by Profiler Inc., by the USO, by Special Wish Foundation of Dayton, and by the Gem City Sports Network, your source for local sports in the Miami Valley, the Gem City Sports Network. Let's head out to the field for all the exciting play-by-play action of UD Baseball. Here's the voice of the Flyers, Doug Brown. And good morning, everybody, and welcome to this edition of the Dayton Flyers Baseball. Today they take on the Lindenwood Lions in a doubleheader. First game will go nine innings. The second game will go seven. And uh, it's cold. It is cold. Right now it's 26 degrees with a wind chill. And uh, they're still playing. And the guys, they don't care. They love it. The wind chill is uh, 13 degrees right now. But... They're playing baseball. They had, uh, believe it or not, after we got off the air on Friday, uh, we got home and didn't know whether didn't know whether or not it was going to snow or not. You know, because they cry wolf a lot up here, but uh, they they were right on the mark this time. They had we had about three inches of snow where I live, and uh, the guys came out here yesterday and uh, they they cleaned it up. They and this field looks in. Like it does in July, so but the only difference is there's snow on the dugouts and there's snow on the grass out near uh, Edwin C. Moses. But today it's the Flyers and the Lions in Game One. It'll be Luke Baker taking on Eli Brown. In uh, Game Two, it'll be Ryan Packard taking on Preston Salazar. And uh, it's it's baseball, and that's, that's all. Yeah, baseball is is a sport I love the the most. Of doing so, so we're going to be back with the, the uh, we're going to be back with the head coach of the Dayton Flyers, Jason King, and his thoughts on the game on Friday, and then our player profile, and that is uh, number three, Eddie Yaman. We'll be back with more after this. Profiler Performance Products is an all-American manufacturer of racing cylinder heads and intake manifolds. From two-time Drag Week winner Jeff Lutz to the winningest bracket champions like Disco Dean Karn, Profiler Performance has become the overwhelming choice of drag racing's best-known name. Profiler Performance offers the absolute best bolt-on performance for cylinder heads and intake, utilizing their own in-house custom casting and CNC machining. For more information, visit ProfilerPerformance.com or find them on Facebook. Profiler Performance, they make power they haven't even used yet. Profiler Performance Products is an all-American manufacturer. Back here on the pregame show, we're here with the head coach of the University of Dayton Flyers, Jason King, and Coach, uh, big win the other day, first one out, of, first one out of the shoot. Yeah, it was nice to get out there, and um, you know, the first ones always, you always get the opening season jitters, and you know, it never gets old um, that first game. And I think the guys are excited about about it, and um, it's nice to come out of there with a win. Was it cold? No, it wasn't that cold there yesterday. Um, <laughs> Two days ago, at this point, um, yeah, didn't seem too bad. Uh, today, at least the sun's out. Thank God. Yeah, yeah, clear day. Uh, it's it is a little chilly. So, um, how do you work the pitchers in on on a day like today? 
Well, we just try to keep them warm. Obviously, it's it's nice to be at home on days like this. Um, we have obviously the locker rooms here and the indoor facilities there. So when they when they need to just warm up a little bit, they can run in there, and I think that's of a big help. Um, but really, just uh, once they come off the mound, just just uh, get get a coat on and move around if it's a long inning or if it's really long inning they can go inside for a little bit but i think it being at home helps for sure what um talk about the game from the other day yeah i thought um you know Pagero did exactly what we thought he was going to do as far as starting i thought he was dominant but he has a low he has a low pitch count right now so we wanted to get him out of there um right when right about when we did and then uh, Mike Fortes has been throwing well, and usually on the first day and uh, the first game and it, with a new program, it feels a little bit different, and I think it felt like that to him. But uh, he worked through some of that stuff, and I think you'll see him do better and better as the year goes on. But you know, then Eli and uh, and and Wisman were exceptionally good. Oh yeah. Um, so it was nice to see that from those guys, and then some of the new some of the new guys in the lineup did a very nice job, including the youngster. Uh, McDougal coming up with some big hits, but um, I think you'll see the offense open up a little bit more, um, you know, as the season gets going. Uh, and I'm looking forward to seeing what they do today. When you were, you, know, you coached third base when McDougal ended up at second base. Could you see his? Can you see the grin on his face? Yeah, he was happy. <laughs> you know, and you want it to be like that. You want you want people to be excited and mm-hmm. to smile when they play. And we talk about that a lot. And um, he has fun playing the game, and that's that's what you want. You you don't want guys to ever lose that passion and that fun because that's why they started playing it in the first place. But he has that. Uh, that passion for the game and the love for the game, and it's nice to see him do well. You got uh, Lindenwood again today, doubleheader. Uh, we are playing double. Yes. Okay. Yeah, a nine-inning nine game and then a seven-inning game. Okay. So uh, it's going it's gonna to be – I, I love coming out here play ba- yeah, to, to watch baseball, no matter where it's at. I love watching baseball. So, yeah, we're here in Dayton. You had us – we played on Friday – Right. It snowed like crazy <laughs> on Friday night, and the snow's still on the ground. But they did a heck of a job over here at the, at the field. Yeah, you know, as a coach, you have to be a weatherman also. Um, <laughs> and on weekends like this, it can be very nerve-wracking to try to try to make sure you're making the right call. Um, but Chuck Shelley is, this dude is an absolute magician and a, a crazy hard worker. He's, he's the guy that manages what we do over here, and, he can fix pitching machines. I mean, he can basically do everything. He's like Superman, and he was. I think he worked till one in the morning the night before clearing the campus, and then oh, wow. he came over and helped us clear the field um, yesterday. So it's amazing that it looks like it does today. There's no doubt about it. And then Scott the Bold is is he kind of oversees what Chuck's doing and what we're doing over here. And I thought those guys were just absolutely tremendous for us yesterday. And without those two guys, there's absolutely no way we're playing baseball here today. So very thankful for what they did for us. How long did it take you to clear the field? Um, we started moving stuff around at around 10 o'clock, and I think we got done at around 5.30. Really? Yeah. So, But, it, you know, we had a great machine that did a, did a good chunk of the work, but there was also a, uh, a group of our guys that really worked hard and got after it. So... Um, unfortunately, I've been in that business of moving snow my whole career, and uh, it was just another day in the office. But when, as you get older, it feels it feels a little different the next morning. Okay, um, on my cheat sheet here, um, 
You have uh, Ryan Packard and Luke Baker going today. Is, mm-hmm. that, is that still your plan? Yeah, Luke Baker's going to go game one, and Ryan Packard's going to go game two. Okay, talk about those two. Now, um, how, how you, you told me in the pre uh, preview show that these guys have really uh, come alive. Yeah, so both of them are throwing and pitching a lot better than they did last year. They just have better stuff. I think it starts starts with that. Um, Luke Baker's season got cut a little short last year, but he pitched seven scoreless before you know his season ended, and he came back stronger and more physical. So I think we've we've seen uh, what that's all look like. But his he's our upper 80s fastball with a good breaking ball and a good changeup from the left side. So. I think that's always pretty hard to handle. And then uh, Ryan Packard's one of the most improved guys on the staff. Um, also with him, his velocity's go- gone up and his pitchability's in- improved. So um, he basically earned earned a spot on the weekend out of the gate. So we're excited to see what both of those guys do today. So what we saw, what we've seen so far this this weekend is going to be your Friday, Saturday, uh, Sunday starters. Uh, we'll see. Much? We'll see how it all plays out. I think opening weekend, you just kind of go with who's earned it, okay. and then after that, you know, guys get in and they pitch in relief, but they have their pitch counts build up. So I think it could change over the course of the season. I'm not sure when or if, but it usually changes a little bit here and there. But We'll just put guys in position to help us win best, and uh, I think our guys will be good at being stars and whatever their role is. Well, Jason, good luck today. Thanks so much. We'll be back with more after this timeout. You're listening to the pregame show here on the Gem City Sports Network. Lily's New Creation, located in Springfield, Ohio, is your one-stop shop for full-service remodeling, residential, and commercial cleaning and full-service carpet cleaning. Serving the Miami Valley for over 18 years, you can call for an appointment at 937-925-5834. Once again, that's 937-925-5834. That's Lily's New Creation. Today's Player Profile is being brought to you by Lily's New Creation out of Springfield. Joining us today is Eddie Yaman the fourth, and Eddie changed his number from thirty-three to three. What's that? What's that all about? We were talking about. It. Go ahead. And say yeah, it. Um, I'm one of three boys. Um, I believe in God. Uh, it's Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, the Holy Trinity. For the three, um, three's always kind of like had a place in my life every time something good happens i somehow always see the number three it's just a lucky number of mine so when i saw it was available had to jump right on it and take it <laughs> and you hit third yesterday i did you hit, I hit third, third on friday yep and you went over three on friday, I was over three on friday yeah. <laughs> but you hit a ball pretty good that looked like it was going out yeah i hit a couple balls pretty hard uh just the, it's just the game, though. Sometimes you get lucky, sometimes you don't. You know, well, you still got you still got a, a long season ahead. Oh yeah, there's a lot of baseball left, and we're one at bat at a time. Okay, you got a you got a day like today. It's cold. Mm-hmm. Uh, might not even reach forty. Mm-hmm. What's it like for you out there? I'm happy to play baseball today. <laughs> That's all it is. I mean, there's no. It doesn't really matter the weather. If you wake up and you have an opportunity to play baseball, like it, I don't really care how cold or warm it is. It stinks sometimes, you know, pregame, you're warming up, it's cold outside, but once your body gets moving, you're here, yeah. all your friends. I mean, you work so hard in the off season. We practice in weather like this all the time. It's like, it's no big deal. Now we get to play somebody else, and the juices are flowing. You don't feel the weather. It's oh, okay. Great. 
Uh, okay, uh, we're going to do some. Yeah, we did this last year, mm-hmm. and so I got totally different questions. Okay. Well, okay. I got summer from last year yet, but okay. What is your major, and how's that going? I'm a finance major. Um, it's going really good. I'm in my first major class this year, uh, my finance class. Um, really enjoying it. I have a really good teacher for that class. Um, she's great. She off. She's totally okay. Um, with me missing some of the classes because I have class that class Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 11, so I had to miss the other day. But she holds homework review sessions on Thursday nights for us to come to, and she keeps it right on top of it. But everything else in the in the business department here at the University of Dayton has been great. All the professors are great. You can't go vi- uh, you can't go video um, or virtual. No, not for that class. I have some classes that are online, but they're they don't have like virtual meetings. They're just online oh, okay. based classes, and we get the content. We have to do the work. Okay. How old were you when you first started playing baseball? I was two and a half. I was almost three years old. Really? Yeah. I was were you swinging the way you were now? Uh, <laughs> not quite. I was always pretty big though, but I was goofy for a while. I was big and goofy, and then finally kind of grew into my body about like this year. It was really about the first time I started to well, you, balance out. You look at Mike Schmidt, who played third base for the Phils. Mm-hmm. He he was he's from Dayton. He went uh, he didn't he wasn't anything here. Yeah, but he gets to Ohio. U, starts sprouting up, and they get Phillies that draft him, and look look where he's at. Yeah, now. he's great now. Yeah, so. Um, do you have any hobbies outside of baseball? I do. I love hunting. I love fishing. Um, I'm, I'm an outdoorsy guy. I'm the team barber. Cut everyone's hair here, so that's I'll, cool. I'll be fine. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds good. Okay. Um, now, you're from West Sand Lake, New York. Correct. Do you have a lot of fishing and hunting areas up there? Yeah. So, my backyard, I basically I hunt in my backyard. Oh, um, really? Yeah. We have a lot of property behind my backyard, and one of my dad's good friends, um, just happened to own the 100-acre field behind my house when we moved in there when I was about 12. And he was like, teach your kids how to hunt, get them dirt bikes, have fun. So that's kind of when the outdoorsy uh, stage started. But I grew up in the city of Troy, New York, so okay. I didn't always hunt and fish until I was about that age. And then my dad kind of got me into it. How, how, how big of a town is West Sand Lake? Not very big. It's not a very big town at okay. all. Um, I mean... Like acreage wise, it's it's pretty big. Like the radius of the of this, like the town is big, but there's not a lot of people there. Okay, uh, if you had a chance to talk to a recruit, what is one thing you would tell them about Dayton? I tell them all the time. Every time I see them here, um, tell them it's just such a welcoming place. I love it here. Um, when I came as a recruit, all the guys kind of just welcomed me in. They made me feel like I was already a part of the team, and that's kind of why I like. It was a no-brainer for me. This place is incredible. I mean, the weather sometimes it stinks, but <laughs> other than that, I tell people all the time: the people, the professors, like the baseball program, everything about this place is great. You tell them about the city and the history. Um, I don't really know too much about that, to be Just honest. Go over with you. to Carolyn so, Park to find out. All right. Yeah, I don't know too much about that. <laughs> Carolyn Park is is basically everything about Dayton. Okay. And uh, they even have the. Uh, oh, you've heard that the. Uh, how Field was the first place that they had an NFL oh, really? football game. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, it, uh, there's a movie out called Triangle Triangle Park. Okay, go see it. it it's I about will. the first football game at, at the, the first NFL game, and it was played here in Dayton at really? Triangle Park. Oh, it's played over a baseball field too. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, How Field is very historic. It was uh, uh, I, I say it every once in a while. You can ask Nick Wisman this, but. Uh, 
Pete Rose played his last amateur game on really? that field. That's incredible. The, yeah, I didn't know any of that. Next game, the next day, he was in Elmira, New York. Huh. <laughs> I know where that is. That's, that's not too far from me. Okay. Um, what do you believe is the greatest challenge athletes face today, especially college athletes like you guys? The mental battle. That's that's the biggest part. Um, I ran into it last year. I started off the season super hot last year. I was like really contributing um, offensively and then defensively a little bit in right field. And then I had a couple. I had a couple bad games. Um, I, my arm was bothering me a little bit. All that kind of just built up and spiraled, and then I couldn't really figure it out again. And mentally, like I just had no confidence. So I think the biggest challenge nowadays is for athletes to to understand that this sport is not just like baseball but like sports in general our games is like our games of failure baseball more than others but you have to understand how to fail and learn from it and if you don't learn from your failure then you're actually losing but if you mm-hmm. fail and you learn from it it's a win so i would say uh if you can learn how to stay mentally steady and keep your body and your mind in one place throughout the whole season you're going to be very successful but if you did what i did last year and you let the bad game spiral and then you start caring about everybody's opinion and then you get in the batter's box and you're like (laughs) man i can't fail here it's like it's uh it's it's really tough so it's i would say the mental it it wouldn't be the physical it wouldn't be the school it would just be staying mentally in the game um how do you balance uh give a question here for a second uh, how do you think your teammates and coaches would describe you? Um, energetic, funny, um, kind of. I like to be. I like to be a fun. I like to have a lot of fun. I like to be out here and have fun. Like I'm, I'm playing a kids game, man. I'm 19 years old on a college baseball field, and I'm having fun. That's just what I'm here to do. I'm here to make people laugh. I'm here to play the game the right way. I'm here to have a lot of fun doing it. So I would just say like energetic, maybe a spark plug sometimes. And you get to travel a lot. Too. Get to travel a lot. You know, yeah. with my friends every day. Like how, how could you show up to a field whether it's rainy, <laughs> sunny, cold, or hot outside and be upset? I don't really understand that. You're gonna see me smile lot out there yeah just like friday we played we played here got done around what two o'clock one yeah. two o'clock and then later on it was snowing like crazy right. <laughs> the ground was covered showed up so. yesterday and shoveled the place off so yep okay um how do you balance your time between uh, baseball and school um it's pretty it's it's not as difficult as you would think um when you first get here your freshman year it's kind of it's kind of a challenge in the in the fall for sure but um, when you get your assignments, get on top of them. Understand what you have to do and take care of it when it's due. Um, I'm a procrastinator, too. Sometimes I like to wait to the last minute to do assignments. But when I say last minute, I mean, like, the day of. I don't mean, like, I'm <laughs> rushing to get it in the hour it's due. So, like, I have some homework due tonight that it'll take me an hour. I'll go home and shower, get some food, and take care of that, and I'll be all, all set. But you got plenty of time. Yeah, just I just take care of my work when it's due, and then I show up to baseball and I work hard because – you don't want to be worrying about baseball in school, and you don't want to be worrying about right. school at baseball. So keep the two separate. Exactly. Uh, do you have a favorite video game? Um, I'm a big Fortnite guy. Okay. Yeah. You do any good at it? Um, yeah, I'm pretty. Everybody <laughs> will tell you that too. I'm pretty good at it. Okay. Do you have a favorite TV show? Um, or do you watch TV? I don't really watch too much TV, okay. to be honest with you. I watch. Um, I wa- I'll watch like Netflix or movies. Um. That'll be really about it. Okay. After you graduate from Dayton, uh, would you like to continue to play baseball baseball elsewhere? That's the dream. 
Play does the show? Yeah, that's what we're working towards. So that's what I would love to do. Favorite baseball team? I'm a Yankees fan. Oh, God. I know. <laughs> I'm a Yankees fan. If you're, not, if you're, not, a Yankees fan, fan. If you're <laughs> not a Yankees fan, you don't like them. That's just how it is. How do you think I'll do this year? Um, I think we'll do pretty good. I'm kind of worried about what the Orioles got cooking, though. They're going to look really strong in the AL East. So I don't know if we'll win the AL East, but I think we'll be a competitor in the AL for sure. I'm a I'm a Guardians fan, so uh, okay. Yeah, that that was tough a couple of years ago for you. God, <laughs> so they're so close. Like in '97, uh, they were so close to winning the World Series. Yeah, and then that uh, Florida comes back and and, and wins on, on a base hit, and uh, I was this close, and I had had a, I hadn't had a drink in like two yeah. years. I was just close to opening up a Budweiser and, and spraying it all over my car out in the, out in the parking lot. That's incredible. But uh, you just get yeah, they get so close. Yeah. But uh, I know they had a heck of a coach. They had a heck of a manager. Uh, what team? And it could be any team. Would you like to play for baseball? Doesn't Yankees? matter. I mean, if I, if, <laughs> I, if, I, if I got to pick. Um, yeah, pick. One of my really good friends plays for the Pittsburgh Pirates right now. He got drafted. And oh, yeah. I grew up playing with him. So uh, he was a pitcher. I was his catcher. I would, I would love to play with him again. What, what's his name? His name's Michael Kennedy. He's okay. a uh, pitcher with the Pittsburgh Pirates now. He's okay. He, did he make the big? No, not yet. Okay. He's uh, he's actually younger than I am. He's like he's in my grade, but he's he just turned 19 in November. So is he's he, what, pretty good. What uh, division? What what? Uh, like division is he going to be an A B or um, a, he'll be in he'll be an A this year. He was in rookie ball last year. He won okay. Player of the Month in his league a couple of times. So they're calling him up to I think low A right now. Okay, after, after you finish school, this is the question. After you finish school, if someone were to give you a million dollars, what would you do with it? What would be the first thing you do with it? Um, I think about this a lot actually. <laughs> so I think about it as if I got drafted and I got a million dollars and. Um, my parents gave me a lot, and they paid for a lot of travel baseball trips and a lot of stuff. And I would like to, I'd like to give them, um, I'd like to try to take care of whatever debt they have, if any. I don't know how much they have, but I'd like to help pay off some of that and then just kind of save the rest. I don't really think I would make any big purchases for myself. Yeah, a lot of people say that. Uh, what is what is your favorite sports moment that has happened to you in your life? That's happened to you. Um, my favorite sports moment has to be my uh, my college debut last year at Tennessee. My first uh, my first college hit was against Chase Dillwinder. Uh He got drafted ninth overall last year. Oh yeah. And my first at bat there, and I, it was my first start. And I was playing right field, and I was terrified because <laughs> I had never played the outfield in my life. They put me out there. And uh, I went, like, 11 pitches with him, and then I had a double in the right center gap. And, I mean, that was the most incredible feeling ever because it's like nobody expects anything, and then you kind of just do it, and it's awesome. It's just like uh, that kid the other day in uh, McDougal. I love him, man. He's, he, he belted one out yeah. towards right center field. and Oh, everybody knew he was going to do that, though. He's, he's <laughs> is that good? He's going to be somebody to look out for in the next yeah. couple of years. That kid is very good, and he's very humble, too. He won't okay. tell you that. Uh, how old were you when you decided what you wanted to do in life? 
Um, I would say since I started swinging a baseball bat, I wanted to play Major League Baseball. So, like, okay. three or four years old, people asked okay. me. I remember my kindergarten teacher said, what do you want to do when you grow up? I said, I want to play professional baseball. And she was like, oh, okay. Nobody <laughs> nobody really believes you until you, like, really. Well, yeah, now look at you. Yeah. You're here at UD, one of the top schools in the country. Just still going. Uh, okay, now, I'm going to put you on the spot here. <laughs> okay. Okay. If you were a coach, mm-hmm. if you were a manager of a team, mm-hmm. who would uh, – and you had a chance to pick your starting nine. Who would they be? For here? No, no, no. Anywhere. anywhere. If you had, it was your team. You could pick up, say, like uh, right field. I want Babe Ruth or uh, oh, something, okay. something um, like that. My starting right fielder would be Juan Soto. Um, my center fielder would be Aaron Judge. My left fielder would probably be. I mean, I like Nick Castellanos. He brings a lot of incredible energy. I'm going to do today's, like, people playing right now. My left fielder would be Castellanos. Um, I would have Ellie De La Cruz at shortstop. Um, My third baseman, I'm trying to think. I'd have Nolan Arenado at third base. Second base, this one's tough. I don't know who I would have at second base yet. I would put, I'd put Trey Turner at second base um, for sure. I'd have Paul Goldschmidt at first. Um, behind the dish, I would either have Patrick Bailey from the Giants or I'd have JT Romito from the Phillies back there. And then my starter, my starting pitcher would be Garrett Cole for sure. Okay. All right. Well, thanks for coming on, man. Of course. It's, yeah, I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Uh, and I think you're, you're probably going to hit number three. You got. To, uh, you're probably going to hit third in the, in the lineup today. You're going yep. to. You're wearing number three. You're playing the. Uh, you're playing uh, first base, which is number three. Number on the three on the field. It's <laughs> yeah. crazy, isn't it? I <laughs> yeah. told you, it just kind of happens. So it's weird. So we say we get three hits today. I would love that. I need to get the first <laughs> one first, though. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Well, uh, Eddie, thanks for coming on, and uh, good luck to you the rest of the year, and have some fun. Thank you. I appreciate it. We'll be back with more after this timeout. You're listening to the. Pre-game show here on the Gem City Sports Network. Lily's New Creation, located in Springfield, Ohio, is your one-stop shop for full-service remodeling, residential and commercial cleaning, and full-service carpet cleaning. Serving the Miami Valley for over 18 years, you can call for an appointment at 937-925-5834. Once again, that's 937-925-5834. That's Lily's new creation. Profiler Inc., your local source for custom graphics, including banners, decals, and custom apparel for your corporate, school, or personal needs. For more information, check us out on the web at www.profilerinc.com or on our Facebook page, Profiler Inc. A Special Wish Foundation of Dayton has a new name. It is now a Special Wish Foundation Dayton and Southwest Ohio chapter. They now serve 20 counties in Southwest Ohio and work with families whose children are being seen at Dayton Children's and Cincinnati Children's Hospitals. The organization has granted over 1,800 wishes to those children battling life-threatening illnesses. To find out how you can help make a Special Wish come true, log on to their website at specialwishdayton.org. Or call them at 937-223-WISH. A Special Wish Foundation is a 501c3, and all funds stay within the local community to support local children.
Atlanta back here at Warner Field at AES Ohio Stadium. We welcome you back to UD Baseball. And here's the starting lineups, first of all, for the visiting Lindenwood Lions. Under head coach. Right here it is. <laughs> uh, here's the starting lineup. First, leading off playing center field will be Shea, uh, Colin Shea. Batting second and left field will be Mitch Cummins. Batting third, the third baseman, Bryson Arnett. Batting batting fourth, the uh, first baseman, Jack Meyer. Batting fifth, Philippe, or, uh, Philip Serrata. Or Serrata, I'm sorry, Serrata. Batting sixth, the, left, the right fielder, James Jett. Batting seventh, the second baseman, Tyson Ludwig. Batting eighth, the catcher, Chase Honeycutt. Batting ninth, the shortstop, Evan Funkhauser. And on the mound, Preston Salazar for the Lindenwood Lions. Once again, for the Lions, it'll be Shea, Cummings, and Arnett. Then Meyer, Sirota, Jett, Ludwig, Honeycutt, and Funkhauser. For the Dayton Flyers, it'll be leaving off and playing second base will be Ivan Arias. Batting second, the center fielder, David Padano. Batting third, the first baseman, Eddie Yaman, the fourth. Batting fourth, the catcher, Nolan Watson. Batting fifth, the third baseman, Mason Doby. Batting sixth, the right fielder, Paxton Tomaney. Batting seventh, the designated hitter, Ryan McDougall. Batting eighth, the right fielder, Alejandro Casarola. And batting ninth, the shortstop, Omar Omar Daniels. Once again for the Flyers, it'll be Arias, Padano, Yaman, then Watson, Doby, Tamaney, and in the bottom three goes McDougal, Casarola, and Daniels. Not a mound, Luke Baker for the Flyers. And let's see here. Got stuff for He was, uh, I can't find it now. But anyway, he, uh, he pitched here last year. But he was shut down early due to an injury. But, uh, did a good job. Now he's earned a start. Earned a start here today at the University of Dayton. So, uh, hope you enjoyed today's game between the Flyers and the the Flyers and the uh, Lions. As the Flyers are being introduced as we speak. So. But you know the star of the game the other day was definitely Ryan or uh, Ryan McDougal. I mean, he, that kid, first time up, belts a double down the right field or down to right center field. And then he goes and, and hits a uh, single, goes two for four on the year or on the day. And had a couple of RBIs. So, uh, so Luke Baker will be on the mound as he is taking the mound right now. So, Luke Baker wearing number 17. So, we are set for the national anthem.
National Anthem here at Warner Field at AES Ohio Stadium as Luke Baker will get uh, get the start and he'll be on the mound for the Flyers. So, hope you enjoyed today's game between the Flyers and the Lions. Actually, it's a doubleheader and once again, they'll play nine innings in game one and game two will f- we will go seven innings. So it's just uh, it's it's one of those uh, daylight things. The game was supposed to start at ten o'clock this morning, but the the weather was not conducive for us to be playing. Then they changed it to eleven. Still wasn't good enough, and now it's uh, and now it's noon, and the time is right. So. They had a they have a rule a funny rule that you cannot play if it's under 30 degrees, and believe me, it was very cold walking in here today. Wind is blowing out towards center field, so I was talking to uh, Eddie Yaman. He says, "Oh boy, the wind's blowing out." That's what first thing he said is he stepped out of the car <laughs> today. So. Game time temperature brought to you by AES Ohio. It is 26 degrees. And uh, it's 26 degrees with a a southwest wind at 18 miles an hour, gusting to 23. The wind chill factor is 13 degrees. Oh, God, it's cold. So, uh, I know it's cold, but it's baseball. I tell you that right now. Doesn't matter where you're at. You can be in Florida. You can be in California. You can be here. So Colin Shea will lead it off. He did not play the other day. He has no batting average, so he he will step in. Batting for the first time this year. Batting right-handed. Shea from Belleville, Illinois. Here's the pitch and a swing and a miss strike one. And we are underway here at... Warner Field at AES Ohio Stadium. Here's a wind-up and a pitch by Baker. Left-hander breaking pitch misses inside a little low. Ball two. Or ball one. Ball one. One ball and no strikes. Or make it one ball, one strike. I'm sorry. One ball, one strike. Here's the pitch. And a foul ball down the right field line and off the fencing. And into the snowbank. Glad you can join us on this Sunday afternoon from Dayton. Here's a pitch. Just misses for a ball. Two balls, two strikes. Baker gets the sign and he delivers. Ground ball hits out to short. Picks up with Daniels and over to first to Yaman. One up, one down. To bring up Mitch Cummins, the left fielder. The left fielder, number 21. Cummins Mitch yesterday Cummins. was uh, one for two on the on the day. He, sent, he had a uh, base hit, he, batting 500. Stepping in, batting right-handed, and Mitch is from Chenasson, Minnesota. Pitches in there for a cold strike one. Umpires for today is Bob Howard behind the plate, Justin Pennix at first, Mike Martin at third. 
Baker getting the sign. Here's the wind up in the 1-0-1 pitch. Breaking pitch over for a called strike two. 0-2. He's starting out the way uh, pitcher from Dayton yesterday did in uh, Pagaro. Firing bullets. Gets the sign. Here's the wind up in the 0-2 pitch. Foul ball into the into the snow down the right field line. No balls, two strikes, one down here in the first. Here's a windup and the pitch by Baker. Up high and inside for ball, one ball and two strikes. Arnett to follow. Here's a windup and the pitch. And that hits him. That's got to hurt on a day like today. So hit batsman puts uh, puts Cummins on at first base, and that'll bring up Bryce and Arnett. Arnett did not play yesterday. Arnett is a uh, is a redshirt junior, six one two hundred fifteen from Hodgenville, Kentucky. Transferred over from Western Kentucky, home of the Hilltoppers. Here's the pitch by Baker. Breaking pitch stays down low for ball. One ball and no strikes. Ball and no strikes. One down here in the first eighth, first inning. A throw over to first. And Cummins gets back. Cummins came in and was a pitch hitter yesterday. Or, on, I mean, on Friday. There's a stretch in the pitch. This is high for a ball. Two balls and no strikes. Baker gets the sign. Now he kicks and fires. This is for a ball. Three balls, no strikes. There's a stretch. And the pitch. This is down low for a ball. Ball four. First walk issued by Baker here in the first inning. So that puts runners at first and second with one down. And that'll bring up Jack uh, or Bryson Arnett. I'm going to take it back. No, it's Jack Meyer. Meyer yesterday, or the other day, was uh, 0 for 4. There's a pitch, a breaking pitch. Just misses for a ball, one ball, no, no strikes. So Meyer, or uh, Arnett at first, Cummings at second. One down here in the first inning. Pitch is in there for a cold strike to... Jack Meyer. Meyer, Richard, sophomore from Fenton, Missouri. Here's the pitch. And it's a foul tip. And it got uh, Watson. He's okay, though. 
A ball and two strikes to count. There's a stretch by Baker. He looks back at second. Now he fires. Ground ball, slow roller. And firing over to first is Doby, and he's got him. No, they said he was safe. No, they got him. They got him. It's five to three on the putout, but the runners move up. Cummins goes to third. And Meyer, uh, Arnett goes to second. That'll bring up uh, Philip Sirota. Sirota was 0 for 4 yesterday also. Here's the pitch. Breaking pitch. Misses outside for a ball. Sirota from Warsaw, Poland. One ball, no strikes. Two down here in the first. Baker trying to get out of this unscathed. Runners at first and second and two down. Here's the pitch. Misses down low for a ball. Two balls, no strikes. Baker, now they got the new wrist. I meant to ask the coach about the new wristband that they've got now that they've been using. Here's the pitch. Ground ball foul. Two balls and a strike. Major leaguers are using it now also. I think they used it last year, so now the colleges have it. And you'll see them looking down at the wrist. They won't even be looking at the catcher. They'll probably get the uh, the uh, location where they want to throw it. Pitch is in there for called strike two. Two balls, two strikes, two out, two on. So deuces wild here in the top half of inning number one. Cummings at third. Arnett at first. Sarada at the Sarota at the plate. There's a pitch and a fly ball hit out towards left. Going after it is their left fielder in. Uh, Casarola, and that's going to do it for the for Lindenwood. No runs, no hits, no errors. There were two left, and at the end of a half inning, it's the Lions nothing, and the Flyers coming up. You're listening to the Dayton Flyers on the Gem City Sports Network. No matter the threat or where the front line may be, our armed forces protect and defend us every day. But what does it take to strengthen our service members and keep them focused on the mission? What does it take to keep our military connected to family, home, and country? It takes a force. Be a force behind the forces. Join the USO in helping service members and their families. Give today at csohio.uso.org. Hi, this is Doug Brown from the Gem City Sports Network. Throughout the years, we've provided coverage of a wide range of sports, including high school baseball, football, basketball, and soccer, as well as Central State Marauders football and basketball. You do baseball also. And do you know what the best part is? It's all free. That's right, absolutely free. 
We sincerely appreciate you tuning in to the Gem City Sports Network, your ultimate source for local sports here in the Miami Valley. And back here at Warner Field at AES Ohio Stadium, we move to the bottom half of the first inning, no score. It'll be Arias Padano and Yaman do up for the Flyers. Defensively for the Lions, it goes like this. Meyer at first, Ludwig at second, Funkhauser at short, Arnett at third. Cummings in left, Shea in center, Jet in right, and Honeycutt behind the plate. Salazar on the mound for the Lions. So it'll be Ivan Arias, walked a couple of times yesterday, yeah, but he was also one for two on the day. He uh, had a single on RBI. So Arias will stand in. Transfer from Vanderbilt, team that the Flyers will play on Tuesday. Salazar getting the sign from his catcher. And I think he's not using the wristband, so here's the windup and the pitch. First pitch, breaking pitch, stays outside for a ball. One ball, no strikes. David Padano on deck. Flyers wearing their black jerseys today with red numbers. White trim. Here's the windup and the pitch by Salazar. It's in there for a cold strike one. One ball, one strike. Outfield straight away for Arias. Wind blowing out. Here's the pitch. In there for a cold strike at the letters. One ball, two strikes. Dimensions here at AES Ohio Stadium. It's 330 down the lines, 375 to the alleys and right and left center field, 400 to dead center. And with the way the wind's blowing out, Here's the pitch. Just misses high for a ball. Not much. Did not miss high by much at all. Two balls and two strikes with nobody out here in the first. Salazar getting the sign from Honeycutt. Here's the wind up in the pitch. A fly ball heading out towards center field. And the center fielder has it. There's one down. That would be Shea. Ball hit very well. Shea had to go a long way to get that. That'll bring up David Padano. David last yesterday was uh, 0 for 4. Struck out one time. David from Worcester, Mass. There's a wind-up and a pitch by Salazar. Fly ball well hit out towards right field, but not far enough as a right fielder. Jet is underneath it, two up, two down. And a ring of Eddie Yaman in the fourth. Eddie on the day was uh, 0 for 3 the other day with a walk. Eddie from West Sand Lake, New York. He likes the number three, as you probably heard in our player profile. Here's the pitch. Just misses outside for a ball. He wears the number three. He plays first base, which is on the field, number three. He got up three times yesterday, or on Friday. Here's the windup and the 1-0 pitch. 
and if for a called strike. He had one hit that uh, went out towards right center field that uh, he thought was gone, but the wind was blowing in just a little bit, and uh, it didn't get out of here. But the wind is blowing out today. He gets it up in the jet stream. It's going gonna, it's gonna to fly out of here. Here's the pitch. In there for called strike two. A ball and two strikes to Yaman. On deck is Nolan Watson, the catcher. Wind blowing at about 18 miles an hour, gusting to 23. Here's a pitch in the ground ball, third base side. Picking it up is the third baseman, Arnett, over to first. And that's going to do it for the Flyers. They go down one, two, three here in the first. No runs, no hits, no errors. Nobody left at the end of one complete. It's the Lions nothing, the Flyers nothing back after this. Man, do I love card night. You ready, boys? You got a king? Go, fish that. Oh, come on. <laughs> this is WWE superstar Titus O'Neil. It only takes a moment to make a moment. Take time to be a dad today. Learn more at 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. You're listening to the Gem City Sports Network, your source for local sports in the Miami Valley, the Gem City Sports Network. Back here at Warner Field at AES Ohio Stadium. No scores. We move to the second inning. Defensively for the Flyers, it goes like this. It'll be Yaman at first, Arias at second, Daniels at short, Dobie at third. Cazarola at, in left, Padano in center, Tomini in right, Watson behind the plate, Luke Baker on the mound for the Flyers. It will be Jet, Ludwig, and Honeycutt do up for the Lions here in inning number two. First of two here this afternoon. They got snowed out yesterday. If you live here in the Dayton area, you know why. We had, I had about three inches of snow at my place. So They got the game done on Friday, and next thing you know, about 4 or 5 o'clock, it started coming down. So, uh, hey, it's Ohio. Like I say, give it five minutes, it'll change. Throw down to second, and the ball goes out in the center field. Now, you know, earlier today, uh, I got here real early thinking the game was starting at 10. But they were out on the field. They were still out on the field cleaning some of the snow off, some of the ice that had accumulated out in center field on the uh, the logo out there. And they were clearing it off. And I tell you what, they did one heck of a job here at Warner Field. Leaving it off will be James Jett. Jet yesterday was 0 for 3 with a run scored. Takes first pitch in there for a called strike one. Outfield straight away with uh, Cazarola a little deep in left field. And the hit goes out, or the base hit out towards left field. So the first hit of the game goes to James Jet, and that'll bring up Tyson Ludwig. The second baseman. Two, Ludwig was a pitch hitter yesterday or on Friday. He was 0 for 1. But he did have an RBI. He was also hit by a pitch, and it had to hurt. 
So Ludwig standing in, batting right-handed. Here's the wind, there's the stretch and the pitch and a fly ball heading out towards right. Tomani on his horse going over and that's going to get down. That's going to go to the wall. Here comes Jet rounding third. He's going to come home and going into third is Ludwig and he's got a triple, an RBI triple. That gives the Lions a one nothing lead. So that'll bring up the uh, catcher, Chase Honeycutt, as we have a visit up to the mound by the pitching coach. Two hits in the inning for the um, Lions. The first two have gotten on. So Chase Honeycutt will come to the plate. Honeycutt yesterday was or was one for three. A little bit of action down in the Dayton bullpen. Uh, they're just stirring around a little bit. So Honeycutt will stand in. Baker goes from the stretch. Here's the pitch. Breaking pitch stays outside for a ball. Honeycutt, a senior from South Haven, Mississippi. Standing in, batting right-handed. There's a stretch in the pitch by Baker. Just misses low on that. Just a little low. Two balls and no strikes. Dayton came back yesterday. And they've got a lot of time here in this one. Here's a stretch and a pitch. Foul back. Evan Funkhauser on deck. Baker's giving up a run on two hits here in the second inning. Nobody down. Here's a pitch outside for a ball. Three and one. And there is action down in the Dayton bullpen. They're just getting started. Here's a stretch by Baker, and he delivers. Breaking pitch stays outside, ball four. So the second walk issued by Baker. That'll bring up Evan Funkhauser. Funkhauser yesterday was also one for... Three, he doubled. Struck out twice. So nobody out. Dayton in at double play death. It's Funkhauser will stand in. Pitches inside for a ball. One ball, no strikes. Funkhauser is a junior from Edwardsville, Illinois. Ball and no strikes as Baker looks over at first base. Nobody out here in the first or in the second as he throws over to first and Honeycutt gets back safely. Well, 
One ball, no strikes. Baker look, sets, looks over at first base. Not even, not even thinking about the runner over at third and Ludwig. Throw over to first, and Honeycutt gets back safely. Count still, 1-0. There's a stretch, and he looks back over at third. Now he fires this time as Funkhauser squared around the bunt, and it's called ball. Two balls, no strikes. Right-hander down in the Dayton bullpen. Baker has thrown 31 pitches so far. Here's a pitch in the book. Bunt down the first baseline and foul. Count goes to two balls, one strike. So Honeycutt will have to return to first base. One nothing is our score. As James Jett singled to left center field, and Honeycutt uh, Ludwig. As we had a attempted steal as uh, trying to come home was uh, Ludwig, but it was a bunt foul. So it was try, they tried to get a double steal. Did not work. Two balls, two strikes. Nobody out two on here in the second inning. Baker getting the sign. There's a stretch and the pitch. Little loop right towards second base, and nobody going anywhere. Arias has it, and there's one down. That'll bring up the top of the order, and Colin Shea, who grounded out two uh, Daniels at short. So one down here in the second inning. One run in. Runners at, at first and third. Ludwig at third. Honeycutt at first. Shea standing in. Here's the pitch. Little looper out towards center field. That's going to get down for a base hit. Padano there to corral it. He throws a third, and Honeycutt is in safely as Shea has an RBI single. And it's now two to nothing. So Honeycutt at third. And Shea at first. And that's going to do it for Luke Baker. So there's pitching change. Pitching change. We'll be right, right back with the particulars on the new pitcher right after this. Profiler Performance Products is an all-American manufacturer of racing cylinder heads and intake manifolds. From two-time Drag Week winner Jeff Lutz to the winningest bracket champions like Disco Dean Carn, Profiler Performance has become the overwhelming choice of drag racing's best-known name. Profiler Performance offers the absolute best bolt-on performance for cylinder heads and intake, utilizing their own in-house custom casting and CNC machining. For more information, visit ProfilerPerformance.com or find them on Facebook. Profiler Performance, they make power they haven't even used yet. Lily's New Creation, located in Springfield, Ohio, is your one-stop shop for full-service remodeling, residential and commercial cleaning, and full-service carpet cleaning. 
Serving the Miami Valley for over 18 years, you can call for an appointment at 937-925-5834. Once again, that's 937-925-5834. That's Lily's New Creation. Profiler Inc., your local... Anthony Hattrop in on the mound now for the Flyers. Right-hander. Hattrop is from uh, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Went to North Allegheny High School. He's a grad student. Playing his final year here for the Flyers. He will face Mitch Cummings, Cummins, his first batter. So two to nothing is our score. Runners at uh, runner at third base and Chase Honeycutt or uh, Honeycutt's at th- third and Shea is at first. So runners at first and third with one down. Baker goes an inning in the third, gives up three hits, two runs, both earned, walked two, didn't strike out anybody, hit a batter, and threw 37 pitches, 20 of them strikes. So Hattrick will inherit runners at first and third with one down. Bryson Arnett on deck. Hattrick sets and delivers. Pitches a little outside for a ball. One ball, no strikes. Two runs on three hits in this inning for the Lions out of St. Charles, Missouri, just west of St. Louis. Here's a stretch in the pitch. Shea faked a run, faked a steal, going fake going to second. Two balls and no strikes to count to Mitch Cummins. Hattrick taking a quick look over at first base. Shea, Shea is, does have a good lead. Here's the pitch. A pop-up heading out towards center field. Going over to the... It's going to go over towards right and uh, Khomeini's going to grab it. And a run comes in. A sack fly makes it now 3 to nothing. So, Honeycutt scores. Shea stays at first base. 3 nothing is our score. That run goes to Baker. And he's still responsible for Shea at first base. So, two down. Bryson Arnett will come to the plate. He walked and was stranded at, first, at second base his first time up. Throw over to first. Shea has to dive back into the bag. Playing nine here in game one, seven in game two. Throw over to first. Shea has to dive back in once again. Outfield straight away for Cummins, or for Arnett. Runner goes, throw down to second, and they got him. Yes, they did get him. Goes six to two, or six to... Or two to six on the putout. 
And that's going to do it for the Lions here in the third inning, or in the second inning. They do get three runs on three hits. There were no errors. And nobody left on at the end of at the end of an inning and a half. It's the Lions three, Flyers nothing back after this. Source for custom graphics including banners, decals, and custom apparel for your corporate, school, or personal needs. For more information, check us out on the web at www.profilerinc.com or on our Facebook page, Profiler Inc. A Special Wish Foundation of Dayton has a new name. It is now a Special Wish Foundation Dayton and Southwest Ohio chapter. They now serve 20 counties in Southwest Ohio and work with families whose children are being seen at Dayton Children's and Cincinnati Children's Hospitals. The organization has granted over 1,800 wishes to those children battling life-threatening illnesses. To find out how you can help make a special wish come true, log on to their website at specialwishdayton.org or call them at 937-223-WISH. A Special Wish Foundation is a 501c3, and all funds stay within the local community to support local children. Three nothing is our score as we move to the bottom half of the second inning, and the Flyers have a little bit of work to do to come back. Preston Salazar set the guys down one, two, three in the first. He'll face Watson, Doby, and Tomani here in the second. So. Watson standing in. He was 0 for 4 yesterday. Nolan, a grad student from Manahawkin, New Jersey. Did the majority of the catching last year. Will stand in for the fifth time this year. Here's the wind-up in the pitch by Salazar, and it's in for a called strike. Breaking pitch over. On deck, Mason Doby. Here's the windup and the 0 1 pitch. Just misses outside for a ball. Two, one ball and no strikes. Outfield straight away once again for Watson. Here's the, he, He's got a little bit of power. Here's the windup and the pitch. In there for called strike at the corner. Ball and two strikes. The leadoff hitter here in the second inning. Lindenwood got three in the top of this inning. Dayton trying to match that. Here's the pitch. Outside for ball two. Two balls and two strikes. Here's the windup and the 2-2 pitch. Called strike three. Pulled the, pulled the string on him. First strike out of the game for Salazar, and that'll bring up the third baseman, the third baseman Mason Doby. Mason yesterday was also 0 for 4. Batting left-handed. 
They'll be played left field yesterday. Here's the pitch. Misses low and outside for a ball. One ball, no strikes. Mason from Meaford, Ontario, Canada. Want to welcome his parents into listening today, as a lot of parents are today. Here's a pitch way outside for a ball. Two balls, no strikes. Want to welcome those of you who are fans of Lindenwood. And, of course, our Dayton Flyer fans. Here's the pitch. In there for called strike one. Two balls and a strike. You know, I say this every year. I do a lot of baseball games, and I, you got to get used to the umpires because they all have a different way of calling strikes and outs and all that kind of stuff. Here's the pitch. Just misses low for a ball. Three and one. This one takes his time in calling a strike, which is not bad. I mean, I'm not criticizing him. It's just the way he does it. Salazar getting the sign. Here's the wind up in the three-two or three-one pitch, and here's a line drive or fly ball out towards center field. In comes the center fielder and Shea, and he's got it. And there's two down. So that'll bring up Paxton Tomaney, the right fielder. The right fielder, number one. Paxton batting 667. He was two for three with a run scored yesterday. And a walk. Ryan McDougal on deck. So two down here in the second inning as Salazar cruising along here. Pitches outside for a ball. One ball, no strikes. Paxton from Tallahassee, Florida. If you're listening in Tallahassee, send some of that warm weather up this way. I know it's not too warm down there, but it's warmer, warmer than it is here. Pitches outside for a ball, two balls and no strikes. I was talking to a friend of mine down in uh, Daytona. He's down for the 500. They they postponed that game that race till tomorrow. Here's the pitch. This is high for ball three, three and zero. Oh. So they're going to have the Xfinity, Xfinity race at 11 and the Daytona 500 at 4. And I will be watching. Here's the wind up and the pitch. In there for called strike. Three balls and a strike with two down here in the bottom half of inning number two. Salazar getting the sign from his catcher, Honeycutt. Here he winds and delivers and called strike two, so it's full count. It's the first time the Flyers wore black jerseys this year. As a matter of fact, I think these are brand new ones, so this is the first time I think they've worn them ever. Here's the pitch. Ball four, so Tomaney is on. First walk issued by Salazar. That'll bring up Ryan McDougal. McDougal had a career day yesterday. He was two for four, had a double, two RBIs, and a strikeout. He also had a stolen base. Freshman from Massachusetts. Taunton, Massachusetts, to be exact. So runner first base with no with one uh, two down. 
On deck will be Alejandro Cazola. Cazola. Cazorla. I'm sorry. Cazorla. McDougal standing in. Tomani getting a good lead over at first. Here's the pitch. Got the outside corner for a called strike one. Tomani getting a good lead over there at first base. Throw over. And he gets back safely. Salazar delivers. Down low, ball gets away from the catcher and sending down to going to second base is Tomaney on a pass ball. Count is one ball, one strike with two down. One ball, one strike, two down. Runner at second base. McDougal standing back in. Here's a stretch by Salazar, and he delivers. High and outside for ball two. Two balls and a strike. Lyndon Wood in their road grays with black numbers and gold trim. Here's the 2-1 pitch. Pitch is low and inside for ball three. Three and one. So the tying run standing at, at uh, on deck. No mark, or I mean Cazarola. Back out of play. I'm sorry, I'm pronouncing his name wrong. It's Cazorla. Standing on deck, batting. He'll be batting for the first time. Three balls, two strikes, two out. Tomani getting a good lead out of second. Here's a pitch. Called strike three. And McDougal knew it. So that's going to do it for the Flyers here in inning number two. No runs, no hits. There were no errors and a runner left. And at the end of two complete, it's the... Lions 3, and the Flyers, nothing back after this. No matter the threat or where the front line may be, our armed forces protect and defend us every day. But what does it take to strengthen our service members and keep them focused on the mission? What does it take to keep our military connected to family, home, and country? It takes a force. Be a force behind the forces. Join the USO in helping service members and their families. Give today at csohio.uso.org.
No matter the threat or where the front line may be, our armed forces protect and defend us every day. But what does it take to strengthen our service members and keep them focused on the mission? What does it take to keep our military connected to family, home, and country? It takes a force. Be a force behind the forces. Join the USO in helping service members and their families. Give today at csohio.uso.org. To the top half of the third inning we go. It will be Arnett, Meyer, and Sirota for the uh, Lions. Arnett walked and was stranded at second base in the first inning. So Anthony Hattrick back out there for his second inning of work. Pitches low for ball. One ball, no strikes. Here's a stretch. And Hattrick delivers in the ground ball right to the second baseman, Arias. He'll fire over to first, and there's one down. It'll bring up Jack Meyer, who grounded to third base his first time up. Meyer 0 for 1. One down here in the third. 3 nothing is our score. Three runs, three hits, no errors for the Lions. No runs, no hits, and no errors for the Flyers. Hattrip staring in. Now he kicks and fires. And a fly ball well hit out towards right field, but out of play. Hits the uh, clubhouse. No balls in the strike to count to Jack Meyer. Here's a stretch and the 0-1 pitch. Got the corner for a cold strike, a nice fastball. No balls, two strikes, one down here in the top half of inning number three. Hattrop sets into fires. Swing and a miss, strike three. His first strikeout, first strikeout of the for the Flyers today, and that'll bring up Philip Sirota. Sirota flied out to left his first time up. Cazorla made the catch, his first catch as a Flyer. Hattrip going from the windup delivers in there for a called strike one fastball. Lions out of St. Charles, Missouri. I talked to one of the kids yesterday, and they said it's about a six-hour trip. Here's the pitch. In the dirt for a ball. One ball, one strike. Flyers are on the road on Tuesday. They will be at Vanderbilt. 5.30 first pitch. I think it's SEC Plus that you can watch the game on. Here's the pitch. And that hitting. So that puts Sirota on at first base, and that'll bring up James Jett, who singled and scored the first run of the game.
That had to hurt. Atrop trying to get out of this inning. They throws it over to first, and Sirota gets back safely. Jet singled out to left field his first time up. Atrop looks over at first base. <clears throat> Fires over again. And we like to do something before each and every uh, game, and that is, except a doubleheader, of course, we like to do a player profile, and you get a chance to listen to what the guys have to say. Here's the pitch. Here's ground ball right to Arias. He's going to take it himself and step on the bag, and that's going to do it for the for the Lions in the fourth. No runs on no hits. There was no errors and a runner left, and at the end of two and a half, it's the Lions three, the Flyers nothing back after this. Hi, this is Doug Brown from the Gem City Sports Network. Throughout the years, we've provided coverage of a wide range of sports, including high school baseball, football, basketball, and soccer, as well as Central State Marauders football and basketball. You do baseball also. And do you know what the best part is? It's all free. That's right, absolutely free. We sincerely appreciate you tuning in to the Gem City Sports Network, your ultimate source for local sports here in the Miami Valley. I want to thank my mommy for loving me so much, for taking me to the doctor when I broke my foot, for leaving me alone when I wanted to be alone. And And now, as a grown-up, I'm thankful for being able to take care of you, my dear mom, for taking you to your therapies, for understanding that sometimes you simply want to be alone. Roles change without us noticing. That's why AARP gives you the information to provide even better care for your loved one. Visit aarp.org slash caregiving. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. You're listening to the Gem City Sports Network, your source for local sports in the Miami Valley, the Gem City Sports Network. Yeah, back here at Warner Field at AES Ohio Stadium, we move to the bottom half of the third inning, 3 nothing in favor of the Lions. That'll bring up Alejandro Cazorla. Alejandro Cazorla. Cazorla standing in. For the first time this year, he's from Alberta, Canada. Here's the first pitch and pops it up. Calling forward is the second baseman, Ludwig, and has it. There's one down. So one pitch, one out. Then it'll bring up Omar Daniels. The shortstop, number seven. Omar was 0 for 2 with a run scored yesterday. He walked, was hit by a pitch, and he struck out. So Omar standing in. Omar, grad student from Lawrenceville, Georgia. Here's a pitch. This is inside for a ball. One ball, no strikes. Met his parents last year. I know they're not up here this year. Not at least not yet. At least I don't think they are. 1-0 pitch. Pitch is high for ball two. Two balls, no strikes. I'd be in Georgia too because it's too too cold up here. I don't complain about the heat. 
Cold, definitely. Here's a windup in the 2-0 pitch. Pitch is in there for a called strike. 2-1 to Omar Daniels. On deck, Ivan Arias. Here's the windup in the pitch by Salazar. Outside for ball three, three and one. Most pitchers at these, right now at the beginning of the season, they are on a pitch count, and I'm sure Salazar is too. Salazar is up to 33 pitches so far in two in the third inning. Here's the windup in the pitch. And that hit him. So that puts Daniels on at first play, first base. Now to bring up Ivan Arias. Arias flight out to center field his first time up. Arias transfer from Vanderbilt. Be going back down there on Tuesday. Then it's on over Friday, Saturday, and Sunday next week at uh, Wake Forest, the number one team in the country. It's over to first base. Runner back safely. St. Bonaventure leads the Citadel 3-1 in the bottom of the second inning. VCU and North Carolina State no score in the first throw over to first. Daniels gets back safely. Rhode Island and UT Rio Grande Valley no score in the top half of the first inning. Here's the pitch. In there for called strike one. Canisius and St. Joseph's was canceled today. Go over to first. Daniels had to scurry back to first base in a hurry. Illinois defeated uh, Fordham 9-1. Fordham will be coming here to uh, UD later this year. George Mason loses to Indiana 5, or no, they're losing 5-2. They're down in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Throw over to first. Daniels slides back into first. Indiana leads George Mason 5-2. Richmond and Niagara in a slugfest 5-4 in the top of the second inning. There's your A-10 scores. <coughs> Here's a pitch. This is outside for a ball. Arias now 2-1 and one to him. Or make it 1-1. One one. one ball, one strike, one out, one on. Flyers trail at 3 nothing. On deck, David Padano, the center fielder. Here's the pitch. Swing and a miss. Strike two. A ball and two strikes. Cazorla flied out to second, and Daniels was hit by a pitch. Just grazed, not hit hard. As uh, Salazar is a little bit worried about uh, Daniels. There's a stretch in the pitch. Rounder, third base side. Third baseman drops and fires over to first. Did they get him? Yes, they did. So Daniels is at second base. Arias is thrown out five to three. 
That'll be, bring up David Padano, who flied out to right his last time up. So the Flyers on the road for the next seven games. They'll return home here to Warner Field at AES Ohio Stadium on March 6th when they take on the Toledo Rockets. Here's the pitch. This is outside for a ball. One ball, no strikes. So Salazar back on the mound. He's just staring in at his catcher. Now he sets, looks over back at second. Here's the pitch. In there for a called strike. Breaking pitch got over. One ball, one strike. Two down here in the uh, bottom half of the third inning. Three nothing is our score. Salazar delivers. Here's breaking pitch. Stays outside for ball two. Two balls and a strike. Two down here in the third. Eddie Yaman on deck. There's a stretch by Salazar. He takes a quick look back at second base. Daniel's getting a good lead, and he delivers. Swing and a miss, strike two. Two balls and two strikes. Two balls, two strikes, two out. There's a stretch in the pitch. Ground ball into center field for a base hit. Here comes Daniels. He's going to round third. He's going to come in to score. And Padano has his first RBI of the season with a base hit out towards center field. So that brings Daniels in from second. Makes it three to one. Eddie Yaman will stand in. He grounded out to third his first time up. Looking for that first hit of the year. There's a stretch by Salazar, and he delivers. Ground ball, third base side. Arnett over to first. They got him, and that's going to do it for the Flyers here in inning number three. They get a run. On a hit, no errors, and a runner left on. And at the end of three complete, it's the Lions three and the Flyers one. Back after this timeout, you're listening to Flyer Baseball on the Gem City Sports Network. Profiler Performance Products is an all-American manufacturer of racing cylinder heads and intake manifolds. From two-time Drag Week winner Jeff Lutz to the winningest bracket champions like Disco Dean Carn, Profiler Performance has become the overwhelming choice of drag racing's best-known name. Profiler Performance offers the absolute best bolt-on performance for cylinder heads and intake, utilizing their own in-house custom casting and CNC machining. For more information, visit ProfilerPerformance.com or find them on Facebook. Profiler Performance, they make power they haven't even used yet. Lily's New Creation, located in Springfield, Ohio, is your one-stop shop for full-service remodeling, 
residential and commercial cleaning, and full-service carpet cleaning. Serving the Miami Valley for over 18 years, you can call for an appointment at 937-925-5834. Once again, that's 937-925-5834. That's Lily's New Creation. Profiler Inc., your local source for custom graphics including banners, decals, and custom apparel for your corporate, school, or personal needs. For more information, check us out on the web at www.profilerinc.com or on our Facebook page, Profiler Inc. Back here at Warner Field at AES Ohio Stadium, 3-1 to one is our score. Three runs, three hits, no errors for the Lions, a run, a hit, and no errors for the Flyers, and that'll bring up Tyson Ludwig, Chase Honeycutt, and Evan Funkhauser, the bottom of the lineup. Ludwig tripled out to right field his only time up and has an RBI. Pitches high for a ball. One ball, no strikes. Tomani moving over just a little bit to his left. Here's the windup and the pitch by Hattrick. In there for cold strike one. One ball, one strike. The leadoff hitter here in the fourth inning. We're going nine in this one, and then we'll take a probably a 20 to 30 minute break. Come back with game number two. Here's the pitch. Got the corner for a cold strike. Nice fastball by Hattrip. Nobody warming up in the Dayton bullpen and or in either bullpen. There's a stretch by Hattrick, and he fires. Ground ball right back to him off his glove. Aries has to hurry up. They got him. Nice job. It goes one to four to three on the putout. Nice play by Honey or by Arias out there at second base as it caromed off the glove of Hattrick, and that'll bring up Chase Honeycutt. Honeycutt walked his first time up. So one down here in the fourth. 3-1 is our score. Dayton was down yesterday and came back and won 4-2. I mean, on Friday. Here's the pitch by Hattrick. In there for called strike one. Fastball. Hattrick getting the sign. Now he sets and delivers. Foul ball back out of play. Hit the top of the screen. I'm glad that screen is high enough. Because I'm just sitting to the right of the plate. Here's the pitch. Called strike three. Pulled the string on him. That is strikeout number two for Hattrick. And that'll bring up Evan Funkhauser, who fly to Arias at second base. So two down here in the in the fourth. Pitches low and outside for ball, one ball and no strikes to Funkhauser. Not a bad crowd for this Sunday afternoon, even though it's very cold outside. Here's the pitch. Ground ball foul down the third baseline into the 
bullpen for the Lions. There's a stretch by Hattrip, and he delivers. And if they're called strike two, a ball and two strikes with two down. Now there is action down in the Dayton bullpen. Here's a stretch in the pitch. Breaking pitch just misses outside. Hattrip thought he had it. Anthony has 20 pitches so far. He's pitched two in the third innings. Since coming in relief of Luke Baker. Here's a stretch. The pitch. Ground ball right to the shortstop. Daniels over to Yaman, and that's going to do it. No runs, no hits, no errors. Nobody left it at the end of three and a half. It's the Lions three, the Flyers one back after this. A Special Wish Foundation of Dayton has a new name. It is now a Special Wish Foundation Dayton and Southwest Ohio chapter. They now serve 20 counties in Southwest Ohio and work with families whose children are being seen at Dayton Children's and Cincinnati Children's Hospitals. The organization has granted over 1,800 wishes to those children battling life-threatening illnesses. To find out how you can help make a Special Wish come true, log on to their website, aspecialwishdayton.org. Or call them at 937-223-WISH. A Special Wish Foundation is a 501c3, and all funds stay within the local community to support local children. Three to one is our score as we move to the bottom half of the fourth inning. Salazar in for his fourth inning of work. He's given up one hit, one run. That was earned. He's walked two, struck out two. He's thrown 48 pitches. He will face Nolan Watson, Mason Doby, and Paxton Tomaney here in the bottom half of the fourth inning. Watson struck out looking his first time up. Leading off for the Flyers. Nolan Watson will stand in. Batting right-handed. Wind kind of blowing out towards center field. Here's a wind-up in the pitch by Salazar. Pitches got over for a called strike. Breaking pitch. There's some stirring in the Lindenwood bullpen. Here's the windup and the pitch. Outside for ball one. One ball, one strike. Mason Doby on deck. Got here this morning and saw uh, Yaman. Pitch is high for ball two. Two balls and a, and a strike. Saw Yaman getting out of his uh, Jeep and I, he goes, Ah, the wind's blowing out. And it is. Gusting at 23 miles an hour. 
There's a ground ball foul down the third baseline. Outfield straight away. Watson standing back in, batting right-handed. There's the pitch. Breaking pitch stays inside, almost hit him. Three balls and two strikes account to Nolan Watson, leading off here in the bottom of the fourth inning. Here's Serrata. I mean, uh, Salazar. Here's the pitch. Fly ball well hit out towards left field, and that's going to fall in for a base hit. As Watson gets the second hit of the game for the Flyers. So hit number two for Dayton, and that'll bring up Mason Doby, who flied to center his first time up. So, nobody out. Runner at first base. Doby standing in with Paxton Tomaney on deck. Here's the pitch. Breaking pitch over for a called strike one. Salazar takes a quick look over at first base. Throws over that way. Watson has to dive back into the bag. Salazar sets. And this time, runner goes. Throw down to second, and he's in there with the stolen bases. Nolan Watson, his first of the year. Count goes one ball, one strike. Nobody out here in the bottom of the fourth inning. Dayton threatening. Salazar kicks and fires. Ground ball third, second base side, and tough, tough uh, play for the second baseman. And Ludwig and runners are safe. So Watson goes to third. Doby's on with an infield base hit. Third hit of the game for the Flyers. That'll bring up Paxton Tomaney, who was uh, walked and went to second on a pass ball. So hit number three for the Flyers. Glad you can join us on this gorgeous but cold Sunday afternoon here in Dayton. Salazar sets, taking a long look. Now he delivers, and that hits. That hits Tomaney. So Tomaney is on at first. Doby goes to second. Watson on, is on at third. There's action down in the uh, in the action action down in the uh, Lindenwood dugout or uh, bullpen as the pitching coach for Lindenwood is going to come out and kind of kill some time. UD Arena, very quiet today. It was quite busy yesterday as the Fordham Rams came in and the Flyers won that one. 
usually the women are playing too, but they didn't play today, at least not here. See if we can get some scores from around the A-10, see if there's uh, any changes. Let's see, uh, Indiana leads George Mason in the bottom of the sixth inning, 5-2. Niagara over Richmond, 6-5 in the top of the third. St. Bonaventure, 3-1 over the Citadel in the top of the third. Rhode Island leads Rio Grande Valley, or no score in, in that one, and no score between Moorhead State and Dav Davidson. George Washington and Old Dominion coming up. So here we go. Standing in is Ryan McDougal. Pitches in there for a cold strike. He had a good hit let yesterday. His first first hit as a flyer went out towards right center field and hit the wall. He stepped, st stood at, uh, was standing at second base with a grin that you could see all the way back to Massachusetts. Here's a fly ball foul back out of play. 0-2 the count. No balls, two strikes to the count to Ryan McDougal. Struck out looking his first time up. He'll stand back in, and Salazar will get look at his wrist and get the sign from the dugout. Bases loaded, nobody out here in the bottom of the fourth inning. Here's the pitch by Salazar. Outside for ball two, ball one. One ball and two strikes. Nice save by Honeycutt. Cazorla on deck. There's a stretch by Salazar. Takes a look over third and fires. Line drive out into left field, right field. Here comes one run in to score. Here comes Doby around third, and he's going to score, and we are tied at three apiece. Tomaney goes to third. McDougal has two more RBIs, and we're tied at three. This kick keeps up. You may see him moving on up. Cazorla will stand in. So base hit by McDougal. He's on at first with uh, Tomini at third. Nobody out. First pitch is in there for a called strike to Alejandro. We're tied at three. Nobody out in the bottom of the fourth inning. For those of you listening here in the Dayton area, when it gets warmer out, come on out and see this team. This this is a this is going to be a fun team to fun team to watch. I think Got a lot of experience coming back. Here's the pitch, fly ball out towards center field, going over is Shea, and cutting it off is the left fielder Cummins. And coming home to score on the sack fly is Tomaney. And that gives the Flyers a lead for the first time today. At 4-3. to Omar Daniels will stand in. Omar was hit by a pitch and scored the first run of the game for the Flyers. Flyers. 
I think this will be Salazar's last batter. He faces, pitches high for a ball, one ball, no strikes. On deck, top of the order, and Ivan Arias. So one down here in the fourth. Three runs in. Flyers lead at 4-3. Here's the pitch. Daniel scores around the bunt, takes a strike. One ball and one strike. McDougal at first. With one down here in the bottom of the fourth inning. Salazar sets and fires. Check. Daniels checks his swing and pitches inside for ball two. Salazar delivers outside for ball three. Three and one to count. Arias on deck. Three balls, one strike, one out. McDougal getting a good lead over at first base. Salazar delivers. In there for called strike two, three balls and two strikes. Salazar takes a look inside. Now a quick look over at first. Now he sets. And he fires. Foul back out of play. Count stays three and two. Four three flyers here in the bottom of the fourth inning, scoring three times. Here in the third. Or in the fourth. There's a stretch. And the pitcher, McDougal goes and pitches in there for a called strike three. So strikeout number three for Salazar. And that'll bring up the top of the order in Ivan Arias. Arias on the day is 0 for 2. He's flight out to center and grounded out to third. And that's going to do it for Salazar. The head coach coming out and taking the ball from Salazar, and that's going to do it for him, and we're going to take a timeout back after this. A Special Wish Foundation of Dayton has a new name. It is now a Special Wish Foundation Dayton and Southwest Ohio chapter. They now serve 20 counties in Southwest Ohio and work with families whose children are being seen at Dayton Children's and Cincinnati Children's Hospitals. The organization has granted over 1,800 wishes to those children battling life-threatening illnesses. To find out how you can help make a special wish come true, log on to their website, aspecialwishdayton.org, or call them at 937-223-WISH. A Special Wish Foundation is a 501c3, and all funds stay within the local community to support local children. No matter the threat or where the front line may be, our armed forces protect and defend us every day. But what does it take to strengthen our service members and keep them focused on the mission? What does it take to keep our military connected to family, home, and country? It takes a force. Be a force behind the forces. Join the USO in helping service members and their families. Give today at csohio.uso.org. 
So, new pitcher on the mound for the for Lindenwood. That is Josh Newell. Newell, a six foot two, one hundred ninety pound sophomore from St. Charles, Missouri. So the Flyers have scored three times here in the fourth inning. So McDougal is the responsibility of Salazar, but Salazar goes three and two thirds, gives up three or gives up four runs, four hits, all the runs are earned, struck out three and walked two. Like I said, he's McDougal's responsibility standing out there at second base with Ivan Arias coming to the plate. 0 for two on the day. He's fly to center and grounded to third. Here's the pitch. In there for called strike one. For Newell. Newell looks back at second base. Nobody around McDougal. Here's the pitch. In there for called strike two. No, 0 and 2 the count. Newell getting the sign from his catcher. Now he looks back at second base. McDougal getting a good lead out there. He delivers. And a fly ball heading out towards center field. Going back on it is Shea. Still going on and back and then corrals it. And that's going to do it for the Flyers here in inning number four. But they get three runs on three hits. No errors. And a runner left on at the end of the end of four complete. It's the Flyers four and the Lions three back after this. Hi, this is Doug Brown from the Gem City Sports Network. Throughout the years, we've provided coverage of a wide range of sports, including high school baseball, football, basketball, and soccer as well as Central State Marauders football and basketball. You do baseball also. And do you know what the best part is? It's all free. That's right, absolutely free. We sincerely appreciate you tuning in to the Gem City Sports Network, your ultimate source for local sports here in the Miami Valley. Hi, this is Doug Brown from the Gem City Sports Network. Throughout the years, we've provided coverage of a wide range of sports, including high school baseball, football, basketball, and soccer, as well as Central State Marauders football and basketball. You do baseball also. And do you know what the best part is? It's all free. That's right, absolutely free. We sincerely appreciate you tuning in to the Gem City Sports Network, your ultimate source for local sports here in the Miami Valley. You're listening to the Gem City Sports Network, your source for local sports in the Miami Valley, the Gem City Sports Network. Back here at Warner Field at AES Ohio Stadium, we've moved to the top half of the fifth inning. It'll be the top of the order for Lyndon Wood. It'll be Colin Shea, Mitch Cummins, and Bryson Arnett. 
Four to three is our score. Four runs, four hits, no errors for the Flyers. Three runs, three hits, no hits for the Lions. Anthony Hattrick back out on the mound for the Flyers. First pitch is down low for a ball. One ball, no strikes. Here's a pitch by Hattrick. Swing and a miss. Strike one. One ball, one strike. Here's the pitch. Just misses outside for a ball. One ball, or two balls in the strike. Hattrick sets and delivers the 2-1 pitch. Ground ball, this time to Daniels at second base. Fires over to Yaman, and that's one up, one down. That'll bring up Mitch Cummins. Cummins has, is... Uh, does not have an official at bat today. He was hit by a pitch in the first and had a sack fly with an RBI in the second. The uh, Lions scored all their runs in the second inning. Flyers got a run in the third and three in the fourth. We play here in the fifth. Here's the pitch. In the dirt for ball one. One ball, no strikes. When I, have, when I get a chance to talk to the coach on the sixth, I'm going to ask him about these uh, wristbands. Here's a pitch. This is outside for ball two. Two balls, no strikes. There's a stretch and the 2-0 pitch. And ground balls this time to the third baseman, and it goes into center field. Got past the... Uh, got past Doby, and that's going to be an error on Doby. That puts Cummins on at first. That'll bring up Bryson Arnett. Arnett is uh, 0 for 1. He walked in the first and granted out the second. His last time up. Here's the pitch. In there for called strike one. No balls in the strike to count to Bryson Arnett. Runner at first base with one down. Cummins getting a good lead over there. Here's the pitch. Down low for ball two, or ball one. One ball and one strike to count. Here's the stretch and the 1-1 pitch. Over the first, they almost got him. If it was better throw, would have got him. Like I said earlier, we got some good teams coming in here this year at Dayton. Here's a stretch and the 1-1 pitch coming plate word for Anthony Hattrick and a fly ball well hit out towards right. On his horse is the right fielder and they got it. Tomaney uh, grabs it. He had a long way to go. Ball was well hit. 
And there's two down. And that'll bring up Jack Meyer. Meyer 0 for 2. Grounded out to third, struck out, swinging in the in the third inning. It's Jason King coming out, and I think we've seen all, the last of Anthony Hattrick. So he's going to sit down. He's at his pitch count. Anthony had pitched 32 pitches, and that's going to do it for him. We'll be back with the information on the reliever right after this. Profiler Performance Products is an all-American manufacturer of racing cylinder heads and intake manifolds. From two-time Drag Week winner Jeff Lutz to the winningest bracket champions like Disco Dean Carn, Profiler Performance has become the overwhelming choice of drag racing's best-known name. Profiler Performance offers the absolute best bolt-on performance for cylinder heads and intake, utilizing their own in-house custom casting and CNC machining. For more information, visit ProfilerPerformance.com or find them on Facebook. Profiler Performance, they make power they haven't even used yet. Parker Bard in on the mound for the Flyers, seeing his first action of the year. See if I got some information on him from last year. Playing a good song, I can tell you that right now. Hotel California. Flyers be heading off to to uh, Nashville on uh, tomorrow morning. Bard coming, stepping in. Bard last year was 3-3 three and three on the year, had 20 appearances, started five games, has one save, had a 6.90 ERA, pitched 44 in the third inning, gave up 44 hits, 36 runs, 34 of them earned, walked 26 and struck out 60, gave up eight doubles, nine home runs, and a triple. So the Flyers, they lead it. Four to three. And Parker Bard will stand in. So the Flyers lead it. Four three. Parker is a uh, senior from Westfield, Indiana. And had a career-high 20 appearances last year with five starts. Finished the season with a 3-3 three and three record and 60 strikeouts, like I said. First pitch is way outside for a ball. One ball, no strikes. To Jack Meyer. Meyer 0 for 2. He grounded out to third and struck out swinging his last time up. Bard sets, looks over at first base. Cummins over at first. Here's a pitch. Just misses outside for ball two. Two balls and no strikes. Two out here in the fourth or in the fifth inning. Flyers lead at four three. They got one in the first or one in the third, three in the fourth. Lindenwood got all theirs in the second. Here's the pitch. And that hurt. That hits him. That hit him right on the shoulder, on the elbow, but it luckily he had an elbow pad there. 
So that puts runners in first and second with two down. That'll bring up Frank Phillips Sirota. Sirota is 0 for 1, and he was also hit by a pitch. Fans bundled up today. Wind blowing out towards center field. So if they're sitting right in front of us, they're they're protected from the wind. I put my microphone up to where you are not going to hear anything. But the crowd. They throw back to second. And Cummins gets back in safely. So two down here in the top of the fifth inning. Runners at first and second. Here's the pitch. And he gets plunked. Sirota gets plunked too. So two batters in a row get hit. That loads the bases up. And that'll bring up James Jett. Jett single down the left field line his first time up and reached on a fielder's choice. So he's 1 for 2. comes the pitching coach for the Flyers out. Action down in the Dayton bullpen. Tommy Winterstein out there to talk to his pitcher. Try to settle him down. Bases loaded, two down here in the top of the fifth inning. Bard came on in relief of Hattrip. So Bard will... Umpire's got to get his gloves on. Got to feel for those guys because they do not... They do not leave the field. They're all bundled up. Here's the. Here comes uh, Jet to the to the plate. Here's the pitch, breaking pitch, over for a called strike. So Bard came in. He's hit the first two batters that he's faced. There's a stretch and the pitch, breaking pitch stays high for a ball. So Bard, the third pitcher used today for Jason King. Bard sets, looks back at second base, and fires. Just misses inside for ball two. Two balls in the strike. Two balls, one strike, two down here in the top of the fifth inning. Here's the stretch by Bard and he delivers and a swing and a miss strike two. Two balls, two strikes, two out. Bases loaded here in the fifth inning. The Flyers leading it four to three. Bard sets, looks back, looks back at second base, checks all the runners. Now he fires. Swing and a miss strike three. He gets out of the inning. Bard gets his first strike out of the game, and that's going to do it for the 
Lions here in the third inning, or in the fifth inning. No runs on no hits. There was one error and three runners left on. At the end of four and a half, it's the Flyers four and the Lions three back after this. Lily's new creation, located in Springfield, Ohio, is your one-stop shop for full-service remodeling, residential and commercial cleaning, and full-service carpet cleaning. Serving the Miami Valley for over 18 years, you can call for an appointment at 937-925-5834. Once again, that's 937-925-5834. That's Lily's new creation. Profiler Inc., your local source for custom graphics including banners, decals, and custom apparel for your corporate, school, or personal needs. For more information, check us out on the web at www.profilerinc.com or on our Facebook page, Profiler Inc. To the bottom half of the fifth inning we go. Dayton leading it 4-3 to is Parker Barden. Got out of that inning. He came in in relief of uh, Anthony Hattrip. He went three and a third. So the Flyers will come calling here in the sixth inning. They sent uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven batters to the plate in inning number four. And David Padano will come out to, to the plate. He, sing, he singled out to uh, singled in a run in the third inning. He'll come to the plate. He's one for two. Here's the windup and a pitch. Pitch is in there for a called strike. Back on the mound is Josh Newell. For the Lions. Here's the pitch. Grounder to the shortstop. Nice pickup by the shortstop. He spins it and gets him. Nice job by Funkhauser. He went to his left, grabbed the ball, spun around, and fired it over to Meyer at first. So one down. I'm going to bring in Eddie Yaman, who is 0 for 2 on the day's grounded to third twice. He's due. He's over on the year. There's the pitch. Line drive out towards right field. That is going to get down and get to the wall. He's rounding first. He's going to go into second, and he's going to stop. He's going to go to third, and he's going to be cut off. Cut off. They fire and they hit him, and he's back safely at second base with a double. He went way around second base. The ball came in. He would have been a dead duck going into third. So that's going to bring up Nolan Watson. So the first hit of the year for Eddie Yaman was a double. Trying to go for a triple. He likes that number three. But he decided, nope, I'm going to stop. So that's the fifth hit of the game for the Flyers. Here's the pitch to Watson. That's in for a ball. One ball, no strikes. 
Watson, one for two. He singled out the left and scored in the fourth inning. Here's a pitch up high. Ball two. Two balls and no strikes. So Watson standing in, batting right-handed as Newell sets and delivers. In there for called strike at the letters. Two and one to count. Ryan Packard will go for the Flyers in game number two here. Here's the pitch. Fly ball out towards center field. Going after it is Shea. Going back on it. Going back on it. And he can't grab it. Ball's up. Here comes comes Yaman. He's going to score from second base on a triple by Nolan Watson. That makes it now five to three. The wind carried it. Shea could not catch up to it. It goes over his head, hits the wall, bounces back. Watson or uh, Yaman had to wait to find out what he was going to do. And he ended up scoring. Watson goes all the way to third base with an RBI triple. Mason Doby will stand in. He is one for two on the day. Five to three is our score now. Scored in the last, Dayton has scored in the last three innings. Here's the pitch. Fly ball left side, but out of play. No balls in a strike. One down here in the fifth inning, a run in. Here's the stretch and the pitch. In there for a cold strike at the on the outside corner. Tailing fastball. No balls and two strikes to Mason Doby, the third baseman. Here's the pitch. Grounder to the second baseman. And he's going to flip it over to first. And a run comes in. It goes four to three on the putout, but it makes it now six to three. As Watson was in on the crack of the bat. The right fielder, Paxton Tomaney. That'll bring up Paxton Tomaney, who has walked and was hit by a pitch and scored a run. Six three is our score. 6-6-1 six, six for the Flyers, 3-3-0 three, three oh for the Lions. The first pitch is a fastball inside to Paxton. Nobody on now. Two down. Here's a pitch and a foul back. One ball, one strike to count to Tomaney. On deck, Ryan McDougal. Two games, McDougal's had one hell of a year. Pitches inside, and it got him. So Tomaney is on. He's been hit by pitch for the second time today. So he's on at first base, and that'll bring up Ryan McDougal. McDougal, one for two. Had a two-run two run single his last time up out to right field. So McDougal 
As there's action down in the Lindenwood bullpen. Here's the pitch. In there for called strike one. Fastball. Tailed it. Tailed away from him. Right down the middle of the plate, though. 0-1 to McDougal. Gazorla on deck. Here's the pitch. Called strike two. Two down, one on. And two in. Flyers now lead at 6-3. Here's the stretch and the pitch. High and outside for ball one. One ball and no strikes. Last year they started out 0-6. To start the season. Of course they lost to Western Kentucky and Tennessee too. Here's the pitch. Ground ball. Right side. Nice job by the second baseman. Ludwig... Dove for the ball, threw it over to Meyer, got him out. Nice job by by Meyer, by uh, Ludwig. That's going to do it for the Flyers, but they get two more runs on one, two, on two hits. There were no errors. And a runner left on. At the end of Five complete here at eight at Warner Field at AES Ohio Stadium. Flyer six and the Lions three back after this. A Special Wish Foundation of Dayton has a new name. It is now a Special Wish Foundation Dayton and Southwest Ohio chapter. They now serve 20 counties in southwest Ohio and work with families whose children are being seen at Dayton Children's and Cincinnati Children's Hospitals. The organization has granted over 1,800 wishes to those children battling life-threatening illnesses. To find out how you can help make a special wish come true, log on to their website at specialwishdayton.org or call them at 937-223-WISH. A Special Wish Foundation is a 501c3, and all funds stay within the local community to support local children. Six three is our score. Six runs, six hits, and an error for the Flyers. Three runs, three hits, no errors for the Lions. And we move to inning number six. And the Lions will send up Tyson Ludwig, Chase Honeycutt, and Evan Funkhauser. Bottom three. There's action down in both bullpens. So, Parker Bard will face Tyson Ludwig. Ludwig tripled to right his first time up. Here's the pitch. Breaking pitch over for a called strike. Ludwig has also grounded back to the pit. Uh, it went 1-4 to 3 as he grounded and the ball hit off the pitcher's glove. Right, went right to areas. Breaking pitch stays outside for a ball. One ball and one strike. Glad you can join us on this Sunday afternoon. It's a cold Sunday afternoon. Here's a wind up and a pitch. Check swing. Did he go? Yes, he did. One and two the count. 
was hoping to watch the Daytona 500 after I got home tonight, but that's been postponed till tomorrow, 4 o'clock. Watching on Fox. Here's the windup and the pitch, and a swing and a miss, strike three. Second strikeout for Parker. And that will bring up Chase Honeycutt. The catcher, Chase Honeycutt. Honeycutt on the day is 0 for 1. He struck out looking his last time up. He's also walked and scored a run his first time up. So one down. Here's Bard. He's going to deliver and a swing and a ground ball down to third base. Doby's going to pick it up and loses it. And he's going to see if that's a base hit or not. I'd give him an error, to be honest with you. So runner on at first base in Honeycutt. That'll bring up Evan Funkhauser. That is an error on Doby. So Funkhauser will stand in. He's 0 for 2 on the day. He's flied to second and grounded short. Here's the pitch. Breaking pitch. Nice save by Watson. One down here in the top of the sixth inning. Bard's got to hurry up. Sets. And time has run out. So ball, ball two. So, two balls and no strikes. That's something that the pitchers have to get used to. They have, they've got a clock that they can see over by the Lindenwood dugout. They throw it over to first. And unlike in the major leagues, if you throw over to first, you've only got two, two attempts that you can do. And... The third attempt, you got to have the guy out or it's, it's a walk. Or either the guy goes to third or second. 3-0 the count to Evan Funkhauser. On deck is the top of the order in Colin Shea. Honeycutt getting a good lead over at first. Here's his pitch. In there for a called strike one. Three balls and a strike. Action down in the Dayton bullpen. Here's the stretch. Over to they throw over to first and honey cut back safely. Not a bad crowd on a cold Sunday afternoon here in Dayton. Here's a stretch by Bard. He looks over at first base. Now he fires over again. Temperature right now, 32 degrees with a wind chill of 22. Here's a pitch. Cold strike. Three and two the count. Wind still out of the southwest at 14 miles an hour, gusting to 21. Bard staring in at his catcher. He throws over again. Did he get... This time, it's a little bit closer for Honeycutt. Three balls, two strikes, one down here in the top of the sixth inning. 
Dayton leading at 6-3. Here's the pitch. Called strike three. Third strikeout for Parker Bard. And that'll bring up the top of the order in Colin Shea. Shea is... uh, Shea is one for three. He singled in the second. It's over the first. Bart is concerned about Honeycutt over there at first base. Here's the pitch. Swing and a miss. Strike one. Mitch Cummins on deck. Honeycutt getting a good lead over there, being held on by Yaman. Here's the stretch and the pitch. Just misses inside for a ball. One ball, one strike. Two out here in the sixth inning. We'll probably see a new pitcher in the seventh inning for Bard. There is action down in the Lindenwood bullpen. They throw over to Bard, throws over to first once again. There's a stretch and a 1-1 pitch with two down. Called strike two. Fastball right down the middle of the plate. One ball, two strikes, two down. Runner at first base in Chase Honeycutt. Padano moving over towards closer to right center field to throw over to first once again. This time it got almost got him. Bard looking over at first. Now he sets and delivers. Outside for ball two. Two balls and two strikes. Lindenwood got all their th- got their three runs in the second inning. Dayton has scored one in the third, three in the fourth, and two in the fifth. Here's the pitch. Swing and a miss. Strike three. Shea is out, swinging. That is the fourth strikeout for Parker today, for Parker Bard, and that could be it for him. So, in the sixth inning, no runs, no hits, no errors, a runner left. At the end of five and a half, it's the Flyers six and the Lions three back after this. No matter the threat or where the front line may be, our armed forces protect and defend us every day. But what does it take to strengthen our service members and keep them focused on the mission? What does it take to keep our military connected to family, home, and country? It takes a force. Be a force behind the forces. Join the USO in helping service members and their families. Give today at csohio.uso.org. Hi, this is Doug Brown from the Gem City Sports Network. Throughout the years, we've provided coverage of a wide range of sports, 
including high school baseball, football, basketball, and soccer, as well as Central State Marauders football and basketball. You do baseball also. And do you know what the best part is? It's all free. That's right, absolutely free. We sincerely appreciate you tuning in to the Gem City Sports Network, your ultimate source for local sports here in the Miami Valley. To the bottom half of the sixth inning we go. Date leading it, 6-3. to three. And do up here in the bottom half of the sixth, it'll be the, it'll be Cazorla, Daniels, and top of the order in areas. Six runs, six hits, two errors for the Flyers, three runs, three hits, no errors for the, for the Lions. Alejandro is 0 for 1 with a sack fly and an RBI here in this first, his first appearance of the year. It'll be Daniel uh, Carzola. He takes first pitch in there for a called strike one. Daniel's on deck, and then Ivan Arias to follow. Try it. Here's the pitch. Pitch it just misses outside for a ball. He won, didn't miss by much. One ball, one strike. Flyers opening up for the first time in a long time. Here's the pitch. Ground ball foul. Ball of two strikes. I'll be off to Vanderbilt on Tuesday. And then next weekend, they'll be down at Wake Forest, the number one team in the country. Here's the pitch. Fly ball back out of play. They'll see, they'll, they'll see exactly what they're made of when they go down to, uh, Face Vanderbilt and Wake Forest. Here's the pitch. Ball gets away from the catcher. Goes back to the backstop. Count is two and two. Then they'll come home and go to school for a couple of days and then head down to High Point, North North Carolina. Then return home. Here's the pitch. Ground ball, third base side. Going back on it is the third baseman. Arnett firing over to first. They got him. Bang, bang, play. Both ends. Let me bring up Omar Daniels. Was Who's hit by a pitch and struck out looking. Omar Daniels. 0 for 1. Flyers return home on March the 6th when they host Toledo. And then that weekend, March 8, 9, and 10, they have a four-game series with South Dakota State. A doubleheader on Saturday, I believe. First pitch is a strike. 0-1 to Omar. Here's the pitch. Ground ball, third base side. Nice pickup by Arnett over to first. Two up, two down. They bring up Ivan Arias. Arias 0 for 3 on the day. Slide to center twice and grounded out to third. Arias opened up the season very good yesterday. Pitches in there for a called strike one. Arias batting 200 exactly right now. 
No balls, one strike, two out. Here's the pitch. Pitch is in there for a cold strike. 0-2. Josh Newell back out on the mound for his third inning of work. Here's a windup and the pitch. This is outside for a ball. Yeah, I was wrong. The major leaguers do not have this. They've got that that uh, thing in their ear. Here's a windup and a one-two pitch and a swing and a miss, strike three. So the Flyers go down one, two, three here in the sixth. No runs, no hits, no errors, nobody left, and at the end of six complete, it's the Flyers six. And the Lions 3, back after this. Everybody buckle up. Buckle up. Everybody buckle up. A light goes on in the car, but you're in control. So only move when you hear the click that says they're buckled in. Never give up until they buckle up. Learn more at safercar.gov slash kidsbuckleup. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Everybody buckle up. Buckle up. Everybody buckle up. A light goes on in the car, but you're in control. So only move when you hear the click that says they're buckled in. Never give up until they buckle up. Learn more at safercar.gov slash kidsbuckleup. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. To the top half of the seventh inning we go here at AES Ohio Stadium. Flyers lead at 6-3. Glad you can join us here on this cold Sunday afternoon. See what the temperature is now. Last time I checked it was 32 degrees. Still 32 degrees. At least it's not below zero. If it was, we wouldn't be playing. So, leading it off here in the seventh inning, it'll be Mitch Cummins. Bryson Arnett and Jack Meyer do up for Lyndon Wood. They trail it 6-3. There's a pitch, and that hits him. Got away from Parker. Third hit, third uh, batter that was hit has been hit by Bard. Second time that Cummins has been hit today. That'll bring up Bryson Arnett. Arnett has walked, grounded out to to second and fly to right. Here's a stretch by Bard. He throws over to first. Cummins gets back safely. Cummins is one of those guys that uh, they, they've taken note of. Here's the pitch. Up high for a ball. One ball and no strikes to count to Bryson Arnett. 
And I think that's going to be it for Parker Bard. And Parker's thrown 26 pitches, and then Coach King has already looked down to second, down to the bullpen to see if he's ready. And I can't see who's down there. So Bard has pitched, has thrown 26 pitches. He's got four Ks. So King is out there talking to Bard as the umpire. Base umpire is coming up to talk to say, okay, that's it. We're going to have a new pitcher. So Bard is out, and we'll have the new pitcher coming in. We'll do that right after this. This is the Gem City Sports Network. You're listening to the Gem City Sports Network, your source for local sports in the Miami Valley, the Gem City Sports Network. You're listening to the Gem City Sports Network, your source for local sports in the Miami Valley, the Gem City Sports Network. Profiler Performance Products is an all-American manufacturer of racing cylinder heads and intake manifolds. From two-time Drag Week winner Jeff Lutz to the winningest bracket champions like Disco Dean Carn, Profiler Performance has become the overwhelming choice of drag racing's best-known name. Profiler Performance offers the absolute best bolt-on performance for cylinder heads and intake, utilizing their own in-house custom casting and CNC machining. For more information, visit ProfilerPerformance.com or find them on Facebook. Profiler Performance, they make power they haven't even used yet. J.J. Gotti in for the Flyers. Last year, J.J. had 14 appearances. He started two games. Um, he was 0-1, pitched 11 in the third innings, gave up 14 hits, 12 runs, 10 of them earned. He walked seven and struck out 17. He gave up five doubles and a home run. They were uh, bat- they batted uh, the opponents batted 286 against him. And he had a 7.94 ERA. It's a brush. Okay. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> so it's Austin Brush that's in on the mound for the Flyers. And not Gotti. That's where I got his number, though. No, I can't take that back. <laughs> My bad. So Gotti is in. Want to know the count? Here's the pitch. Foul back. 0-1 the count. Or 1-1 uh, the count. is our score. Throw over to first and did they get him? No. Just barely got back in was Honeycutt. All right, I take that back. It's Cummins over there. Looked at the wrong wrong list or side. 
Here's the pitch. Fly ball well hit out towards left, but that's going to go foul. And that went into the football field. That was well hit. If it would have stayed fair, that would have been a goner. Count goes one ball, two strikes. Nobody out with a runner on at first base. And Mitch Cummins, who was hit by a pitch, that was the third batter or third hitter that was hit by a pitch by Bard, foul back. Count stays one ball, two strikes to Arson, or Bryson Arnett, the third baseman. On deck, Jack Meyer. Throw over to first. Runner back safely. Pop up back out of play. One ball, two strikes with nobody out here in the top half of the seventh inning. Brush delivers. Runner goes. Ball gets past. Or Nolan couldn't uh, pick it up. So a stolen base for stolen base for Cummins. Brush delivers. Ground ball right to Arias. Fires over to first. They got him. Goes uh, four to three on the put out. Jack Meyer will come to the plate. He is uh, 0 for 2. He was also hit by pitch. Brush staring in. Now he checks the runner back at second base and fires. In there for cold strike. Fastball tailed inside. Rush staring in once again. Now he sets and looks back at second base and fires. A little fly ball out towards center field coming in as Badano. He's got it. And there's two down. That'll bring up Philip Sirota. Sirota on the day has been hit twice and has flied to left. Sirota? Stand in, batting right-handed. Here's the pitch. In the dirt for a ball. Nice save by uh, Watson. Brush staring in, or staring at his wrist. Now he sets, looks back at second and fires. This is low for a ball. Two balls and no strikes. 
throw to fly that to left his first time up. There's a stretch and the 2-0 pitch. Almost hitting inside and high. 3-0 the count. Runner at second base and Mitch Cummins. Two down here in the seventh inning. Brush trying to get out of the inning. Here's the pitch. Called strike. He thought it was a ball. Sidewinder and uh, Nick Wisman warming up in the bullpen. Here's a stretch and a pitch. Called strike two. Three balls, two strikes, two out. This time, uh, Sirota didn't think so. Here's a stretch by Brush, and he delivers. Ground ball, this time to the shortstop. Daniels fires over to first, and that's going to do it for the Flyers. Or that's going to do it for the Lions here in the seventh inning. No runs, no hits, no errors, a runner left. At the end of six and a half, it's the Flyers six and the Lions three back after this. Lily's New Creation, located in Springfield, Ohio, is your one-stop shop for full-service remodeling, residential and commercial cleaning, and full-service carpet cleaning. Serving the Miami Valley for over 18 years, you can call for an appointment at 937-925-5834. Once again, that's 937-925-5834. That's Lily's New Creation. Lily's New Creation, located in Springfield, Ohio, is your one-stop shop for full-service remodeling, residential and commercial cleaning, and full-service carpet cleaning. Serving the Miami Valley for over 18 years, you can call for an appointment at 937-925-5834. Once again, that's 937-925-5834. That's Lily's New Creation. Profiler Inc., your local source for custom graphics including banners, decals, and custom apparel for your corporate, school, or personal needs. For more information, check us out on the web at www.profilerinc.com or on our Facebook page, Profiler Inc. A Special Wish Foundation of Dayton has a new name. It is now a Special Wish Foundation. We go to the seventh, bottom of the seventh inning. You probably heard my conversation with my brother. <laughs> it's David Padano will lead it off, followed by Eddie Yaman and Nolan Watson. Here's the pitch and a bunt. Padano quick on his feet, and did he beat it? No, he did not. Ground ball right back to the pitcher, and uh, the pitcher threw him out. And I believe that was uh, Newell. Let's bring up Eddie Yaman. 
Josh Newell was still on the mound. So I went Newell to 1-3. to three. As Yaman will step in, he doubled his last time up, getting his first hit of the year. Pitches inside for a ball. One ball, no strikes. He scored the first run of the fifth inning. Fourth run, the go-ahead run for the Flyers. No, I take that back. There's a pop-up heading out towards center field. Center fielder, Shea underneath it, has it two down. They bring up Mason Doby. Doby grounded out and doubled in, or grounded out to second, and that drove in a run. 6-3 is our score. Watson will stand in. Foul ball back out of play. Watson, two for three on the days. Singled, tripled, and struck out. Here's the pitch. Just misses for a ball. That looked very good. One ball, one strike, the count. We'll have game number two about 20 or 30 minutes after this one's over with. That'll be a seven-inning affair. Here's the pitch and a fly ball. Well hit out towards left center field. Going back on it is the left fielder. He couldn't find it. He lost it in the sun. And going into second base with a double is is, uh, Watson. Unless they're going to give that an error. They've already given him a hit. The left fielder... Cummins lost it in the sun. So Mason Doby will stand in. Doby is the one that grounded out to second his last time up and drove in a run. Doby is one for three on the day. So runner at second base with two down. Here's the stretch and the pitch. This is low and outside for a ball. One ball and no strikes. One down or two down here in the seventh inning. Six three flyer leading. Flyers lead it, trying to go two and zero on the year. Once again, Newell staring in. Looking back at second, now he fires. Down low for ball. Two and one. Two balls, one strike, two out with a runner at second base. Two balls, one strike, and as... Newell delivers and a check swing. He went around. Two balls and two strikes to count. Wires back home March the 2nd or March the 6th on a Tuesday night or Tuesday afternoon, 3 o'clock versus the Toledo Rockets. They throw back to second. And getting back safely is Watson. Flyers will be back in action here on March the 6th against the Toledo Rockets. 
Three o'clock, first pitch. That could change, too. Here's the pitch. Called strike three. So no runs on the hit. There was no errors. A runner left. And at the end of seven complete here at Warner Field at AES Ohio Stadium, it's the Flyers six and the Lions of Lindenwood three back after this. A Special Wish Foundation of Dayton has a new name. It is now a Special Wish Foundation Dayton and Southwest Ohio chapter. They now serve 20 counties in Southwest Ohio and work with families whose children are being seen at Dayton Children's and Cincinnati Children's Hospitals. The organization has granted over 1,800 wishes to those children battling life-threatening illnesses. To find out how you can help make a Special Wish come true, log on to their website, aspecialwishdayton.org. Or call them at 937-223-WISH. A Special Wish Foundation is a 501c3, and all funds stay within the local community to support local children. Six three is our score as we move to the top half of the eighth inning. The Flyers leading at 6-3. Some other scores in the Atlantic 10 Conference. Illinois defeated Fordham 9-1. Indiana leads George Mason 9-3 in the top of the ninth inning. In the top of the fifth inning, Niagara all over Richmond, 15-5. In the top of the seventh inning, St. Bonaventure leads the Citadel 4-3. Bottom of the fourth inning, North Carolina State leads VCU 3-0. Top of the fifth inning, Rhode Island and and, uh, Rio Grande tied up 0 apiece. Moorhead State leads Davidson 4-2 in the top of the fifth inning. Old Dominion leads George Washington in the bottom of the fourth, 4-1. And there's your scores from the Atlantic 10. So here we go for the Lions. It'll be Jet, Ludwig, and Honeycutt do up here in this inning. Brush. There's a fly ball out towards center field. That's going to fall in in front of Padano. So base hit. So that puts the lead out, leadoff runner on, or leadoff hitter on. That'll bring up Tyson Ludwig. Ludwig. Stellato in now. Stellato yesterday was one for two with a, with an RBI. Stellato, Stellato will bat for Ludwig. And they'll probably go in second base. Stellato, a grad student from Darien, Illinois. Here's the pitch. Swing and a miss. Strike one. The ball's in a strike to the pinch hitter. Pitch inning for Tyson Ludwig. Go over to first. Back safely. 
one one to count. Swing and a miss. Strike two. Jet singled out to right center. Or singled out to center. Leading off the inning. Stellato. Here's a pitch and a foul back into the screen. Count goes, stays at no balls and two strikes. Not a bad crowd for a Sunday afternoon. Very cold, 32 degrees with a wind, wind chill factor in the 20s. They're all bundled up, though. Here's the stretch and the 0-2 pitch. Runner goes, and Watson can't hang on to it. So stolen base for Jet. Brush staring in. Now it gets a sign. Here's he delivers the one-two pitch. Ball gets away. Ball, Watson throws down to third, but uh, Jet's going to be in there with no problem. That's going to be a pass ball. So Jet standing over at third base. Austin Brush standing on the mound. Here's the 2-2 pitch. Called strike three, and he knew it too. So strikeout for Brush. Your attention, please. Now batting for Lindenwood. Number 14, Dawson Hokoff. Dawson Hokoff. Hokoff. He'll be batting for Honeycutt. Oka played yesterday and was uh, 0 for 3 with a walk. Struck out twice. One down here in the seventh inning. 6-3 is our score. Runner at third base in James Jett. Here's the pitch. Swing and a miss. Strike one. Jet singled. Stole second. Went to third on a pass ball. There's a pitch by Brush. Inside and that hit him. So Hokuf is on. And that'll bring up Evan Fuckhauser, the shortstop. And Coach King is going to go out and talk to his pitcher, Austin Brush. There is action down in the Dayton bullpen. Nick Wisman, and it looks like he is going to be coming in. And he is, and we're going to take a break back after this. No matter the threat or where the front line may be, our armed forces protect and defend us every day. But what does it take to strengthen our service members and keep them focused on the mission? What does it take to keep our military connected to family, home, and country? It takes a force. Be a force behind the forces. Join the USO in helping service members and their families. Give today at csohio.uso.org. 
this is Doug Brown from the Gem City Sports Network. Throughout the years, we've provided coverage of a wide range of sports, including high school baseball, football, basketball, and soccer, as well as Central State Marauders football and basketball. You do baseball also. And do you know what the best part is? It's all free. That's right, absolutely free. We sincerely appreciate you tuning in to the Gem City Sports Network, your ultimate source for local sports here in the Miami Valley. Nick Wisman in on the mound for the Dayton Flyers. Nick pitched on Friday. Got the save. He's pitched an inning and a third and has just two strikeouts. So, Nick Wisman will try to close it out here. He will face Evan Funkhauser, who is 0 for 3. Unless they trade it. <laughs> Got a pinch hitter for him. There is action down in the Lindenwood bullpen. Wisman from Dayton went to Chaminade Julianne High School. And if I'm not mistaken, I think he was on some uh, on the championship teams down there at, at CJ, which is only about four miles from here. So the Flyers trying to win for the second time. <coughs> he was a tournament, uh, state tournament MVP in 2018 and 19, so he was on the state title teams both those years. And he was all, earned all-conference and all-state honors and four-time four varsity letter winner at CJ under Mike Barkhorst. Now his son has taken over. Todd has taken over for Mike. So here's Nick Wisman standing on the mound. One down here in the seventh or in the eighth inning. First pitch is over for a called strike. James Shedd at third, and Dawson Hokuf out at first. With two down, with one down, Dayton in double play depth in the infield. There's a stretch by Wisman. Sidewinder comes down and misses the ball outside. As going to second will be Hokuf on the, the wild pitch. One ball, one strike, one out. Runners at second and third. Tying run at the plate for Lindenwood. Here's the pitch as throwing it back to second base is Wisman. One ball, one strike, one down here in the eighth inning. Runners at second and third. Wisman sets and fires. Called strike on the corner. Fastball. One ball and two strikes. Game two will be a seven-inning affair. This game got started at noon. Here's a pitch. Swing and a miss. Wisman gets a strikeout.
So that'll bring up the top of the order. And Logan Stevens will come to the plate. Hitting for Colin Shea. So here's a stretch by Wisman. And he delivers to the left-hander in there for a called strike. Two down now. Stevens. Batting left-handed. Here's a stretch in the pitch. Inside for ball two. Or ball one. One ball and one strike. Stevens is a grad student from Mandeville, Louisiana. Transferred in from Tulane University. Here's the pitch. Ground ball this time to Daniels at second. Hurt short. Fires over to first. Got him. As you can hear, the Lindenwood umpires are not too happy. So it goes 6-3 to three on the putout, and that's going to do it for the... That's going to do it for the Lions. They get no runs on a hit. No errors and two runners left. At the end of 7.5, the Flyers 6 and the Lions three back after this. I'm probably okay to have one more drink before I drive home. I'm probably okay. I open the window to stay alert. Probably okay. I just popped some gum in my mouth. Step out of the car, please. I probably made a mistake. Probably okay isn't okay when it comes to drinking and driving. If you see a warning sign, stop and call a cab, a car, or a friend. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A message brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. I'm probably okay to have one more drink before I... You're listening to the Gem City Sports Network, your source for local sports in the Miami Valley, the Gem City Sports Network. Flyers come calling here in the bottom of the eighth inning and what they hope will be their final at bat here in game number one. It'll be Tomaney, McDougal, and Calzola in this eighth inning. Six runs, seven hits, two errors for the Flyers. Three runs, four hits, and no errors for the Lions. Back out on the mound for the Lions will be Josh Newell. He's going after his fourth inning of work. He's pitched three in the third innings, given up three hits, two runs, both earned. He's walked two, struck out two, or he's walked, he hasn't walked anybody, struck out two. He's given up a, uh, a, two doubles and a triple. He's thrown 43 pitches. And there is double, no, there's action down in the Lindenwood bullpen. A left hander's down there. So Paxton Tomaney will come to the plate. He is he has walked and has been hit twice, so he does not have an official bat here in this ball game. And he scored a run. 
Newell delivers. And a line drive out towards center field. That is going to get down for a base hit. So Tomaney has his first hit of the game. Tomaney was uh, two for three coming in, so he's now three for four, batting 750. Ryan McDougal will step to the plate. He's one for three today. He's singled in two runs. He struck out and grounded out to second. Here's the pitch and a ground ball to the second baseman. Over to second for one. Over to first, double play. Four to six to three. And that'll bring up Alejandro Alejandro Cazorla. Cazorla is 0 for 2 with a sack fly and a runs and uh, an RBI. Two out here in the, the eighth. First pitch is down low for a ball. One ball, no strikes. Dayton has now eight hits on the day. Nobody on, two out. Here's the pitch. Ground ball foul. One ball, one strike. Dayton trying to go 2-0 and on the year. Here's the pitch and a ground ball foul. A ball and two strikes with two out here in the... Bottom half of the eighth inning. Dayton leading it 6-3. Here's the wind up in the pitch. Ground ball foul just past Coach King down at third base. Nice job by the guy that's out there protecting the pitcher and the catcher in the bullpen. Spotter. There's a wind up in the pitch. Up high for ball two. Two balls, two strikes to Cazorla. Outfield straight away for Cazorla. Here's the pitch and a foul back into the screen. Two balls, two strikes, two down here in the eighth. 6-3, Flyers leading it. Here's the wind up in the pitch. Called strike three. That's going to do it for the Flyers here in the eighth inning. No runs on the hit. No errors, nobody left. And at the end of eight, it's the Flyers six and the Lions three back with the ninth inning right after this. Profiler Performance Products is an all-American manufacturer of racing cylinder heads and intake manifolds. From two-time drag week winner Jeff Lutz to the winningest bracket champions like Disco Dean Carn, Profiler Performance has become the overwhelming choice of drag racing's best-known name. Profiler Performance offers the absolute best bolt-on performance for cylinder heads and intake, utilizing their own in-house custom casting and CNC machining. For more information, visit ProfilerPerformance.com or find them on Facebook. Profiler Performance, they make power they haven't even used yet. Lily's New Creation, located in Springfield, Ohio, is your one-stop shop for full-service remodeling, 
residential and commercial cleaning, and full-service carpet cleaning. Serving the Miami Valley for over 18 years, you can call for an appointment at 937-925-5834. Once again, that's 937-925-5834. That's Lily's New Creation. Profiler Inc., your local source for custom graphics including banners, decals, and custom apparel for your corporate, school, or personal needs. For more information, check us out on the web at www.profilerinc.com or on our Facebook page, Profiler Inc. To the ninth inning we go. Flyers leading it 6-3. Nick Wisman will try to close it out for the Flyers to get his second save of the year. He will face 2-3-4 and of the Lions. Cummins, Arnett, and Meyer do up for Lindenwood here in the ninth. Arias going on the second, shortstop side of second. Pitches inside for a ball. One ball, no strikes to Mitch Cummins. Cummins has been hit twice today. He's got a sack fly with, a, with an RBI, and he's reached on an error. Here's the pitch. In there for a called strike on the inside corner. One ball, one strike. Flyers trying to go 2-0 and on the year. Trying to go for 3-0 and in game number two. Here's the pitch. Swing and a hefty cut by Cummins. There's a stretch by Wisman. This is for a ball, two balls and no strikes. Or two balls and two strikes, I'm sorry. Wisman delivers. Foul ball into the Lindenwood dugout. There's a pitch by Wisman and a little grounder right to the first baseman, Yaman. One up, one down. I think that kind of was a cue shot. The third Let him bring up the third baseman, Bryson Arnett. Arnett has walked, grounded out to second. Fly to, or he's grounded out to second twice and fly to right. He's 0-4-3. Wearing number 42, Jackie Robinson's number. One down here in the ninth. Wisman trying to close it out for the Flyers. Here's a stretch and the pitch. Line drive foul down the left field line and scatters a few people down down the right field line. I'm sorry. The ball's going to strike the count to Bryson Arnett. Wisman sets and delivers. Breaking pitch over for a called strike. 0-2 the count. And Arnett did not think that was a strike. He thought it was outside. Nice breaking pitch, though. It was a nasty one. 0-2 the count. One down here in the ninth. 
There's a stretch and the 0-2 pitch. Ground ball third base side. Over to Doby. Doby's going to fire over to Yaman and two down. That'll bring up Jack Meyer, the final hope for the... For Lindenwood, Meyer on the day is 0 for 3, and he's just hit by a pitch. So Wisman trying to close it out once again for the Flyers. He did it on Friday. Probably won't even see the. He probably won't even see the bullpen on after this one. Here's a pitch. Foul ball back out of play, at least for today. Anyway, he'll probably be ready to go on Tuesday when they go down to Vanderbilt. No balls, one strike, two down. Here in the ninth inning, Wisman sets and fires the 0-1 pitch. In there for called strike two, so they're down for their down to their final strike. I think Hattrip will get the win. Here's a stretch and the 0-2 pitch. Foul back out of play. Stays alive. Count stays 0-2, though. The ball's two strikes, two down here in the ninth inning. A three-run lead for the Flyers. Wisman sets and delivers the 0-2 pitch. Ground ball, third base slide, and foul. Count stays 0-2. 16 pitches by Wisman today. Wisman sets and delivers the 0-2. Another foul back, so Meyer staying alive here. Meyer 0 for 3 on the day. We'll be back with game two, thinking about 20 minutes after this or half hour. Here's a ground ball right back to Wisman. Snags it, fires over the first game over. Flyers are 2-0 and on the year. No, no runs, no hits, no errors, nobody left. Your final score, the Flyers 6 and the Lions 3. So the Flyers, 6 runs, 8 hits, 2 errors. Lindenwood. Lindenwood, 3 runs, 4 hits, and no errors. The winning pitcher will be, as we can get that real quick. I think it's Hatcher. It's going to get the win. And they haven't put it up yet. So, we'll give you all that in game number two. See if they give the... Okay, so uh, Hattrop gets the win. He's 1-0 on the year. Wisman gets the, uh, the save. And Salazar gets the loss. So we'll be back in a f- about 20 minutes for game number two. Until then, this is Doug Brown saying so long. Thank you for tuning in. And tune back in here in about 20 minutes for game number two. This has been a presentation of the Gem City Sports Network.
Thank you for listening to Flyer Baseball. Today's game has been brought to you by Profiler Performance Products, by Lily's New Creation, by Profiler Inc., by the USO, by Special Wish Foundation of Dayton in Southwest Ohio, and by the Gem City Sports Network, your source for local sports in the Miami Valley, the Gem City Sports Network. Join us next time for all the exciting play-by-play action of Flyer Baseball right here on the Gem City Sports Network.